Thanks for checking out podcasts from 1600 ESPN. The latest episode of the Todd Brommelkamp Show starts now. What are you doing here so early? thing is, is you just talk way too much. You're super clingy and you come on way too strong. Mm, I guess I'm just a people person. You're listening to the Todd Brommelkamp Show. What is it again? On 1600 ESPN. This is how this starts. I'm just saying... Gee, what are we going to talk about today on the program? I have absolutely no idea. If somebody could help me out, the text line is open, 319-366-1600. Of course, we are starting, we are filling, and we are finishing with the greatness that is Caitlin Clark. As expected, the record falls last night at Carver-Hawkeye Arena, and it falls in short order. You could not have drawn it up any better any other way and of course she breaks the record with a long distance three-pointer which by the way if you go back I do have the receipts you can check it out I said that's how she was going to do it it's on Twitter at Todd Brawlkamp there were odds yesterday now you can't bet this in the state of Iowa individual player props but there were other places in the country where you could wager on how she was going to break the record Three-point basket, minus 125. And I said, from the logo, sometimes the juice is worth the squeeze. It wasn't going to happen any other way. What a night last night at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. I wish I would have been there. Plans changed. As it turns out, as I was laying in bed last night, reflecting back on the game, I had an okay. I had a great experience last night. I watched this game with my son on the couch last night, at least the first quarter, and then it was time for bed. But the memory of being able to share that with him, and he asked me a question, a question, and I turned to him and I said, thank you. Thank you for asking me that question. And, of course, he's seven and a half years old. He had really no idea why his father was saying that to him, but he gave me content for today's show. And if... If there's one thing that anybody that's ever crossed paths with me understands that when you're in my orbit, you are content for me. If you give me content, if you give me something to talk about on the show, you are doing me a great service. Keep that in mind, Isaac. You give me something to talk about, I like you. I like you anyway. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I am fantastic. What a great, just a... I'm in a great mood today. I was I spent the last 15 minutes watching some of the highlights from last night's game and listening to Lisa Bluter's post-game news conference, and we'll have all of that for you here on the program today. You'll hear from Caitlin Clark. You'll hear from Lisa Bluter. John Bonenkamp, my good friend, longtime Iowa sports writer, is going to join us today a little bit after 8.30 uh, on the program. Added him to the lineup late. Noticed he was awake this morning, so I shot him a message and said, hey, want to come on again I wanted to be there last night and it it didn't work out and I I wouldn't change look I I felt like I missed out I'm sure a lot of people felt like I missed out but like I said I was on the couch last night with my son and and I realized after the fact that's way more important to me than sitting on press row like I've done hundreds of times at Carver Hawkeye Arena for basketball games like that's going to mean way more to me later in life than being there last night in person. But a number of you were there last night. The atmosphere at Carver-Hawkeye Arena came through 
the TV or the app, however you're watching the game on Peacock. Again, I haven't seen the numbers yet, but I can only imagine how many people were watching. And now it leads us to a pretty big question, which we're going to try to tackle here and not not do an excellent job of tackling it. But it's time to start thinking about life after Caitlin Clark, not just at the University of Iowa, not just in Iowa City, but for women's college basketball moving forward. How do you capitalize on what we saw last night? 319-366-1600. It is 634. Normally don't go into that big of a diatribe to begin the show, but here we are today. How do you not? How do you not after the performance last night by Caitlin Clark, who came up one point shy of dropping 50 points on the Michigan Wolverines? If there was any doubt, that she was going to have that type of night, it was put to rest pretty easily and pretty early. I had 708. 708 is what I wrote down. Game's supposed to tip off at 7 by the time they do the pregame introductions and everything. I said this yesterday on the show. If you were in line for popcorn or if you were going to the bathroom, if you missed tip off, you needed to get to your seat pretty quickly. Otherwise, there was a chance you were going to miss. I felt last night as she was going to come out, she was going to take the first basket. She did. Uh, I felt that it just get it out of the way, and then what happens happens afterwards. And that's exactly what happened last night. And what happened afterwards was uh, was the stuff of legend, right? You don't just go out and score 27 points. You don't just go out and score 32, your average. You go out and set an arena record for scoring. Poor Hannah Stolke. And I'll get to this later on in the show because it was the last thought last night before I, before my head hit the pillow and I was officially out. Was I was thinking of Hannah Stolke and the great Kevin McHale of my beloved Boston Celtics. And again, I, I will get to that later on in the show today because they both now have something in common. They held a record for a very short amount of time, and the record that they held was smashed by an all-time great. 319-366-1600 is the talk and text line. You can use that number to reach me here in the Eakin Nutrition Studios on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. We have Jane's unusual news and knowledge coming up for you at 6.50 this morning. It is Isaac filling in for Jaden today. Today on Sports History... Kicking off the 7 o'clock hour, we'll have three up, three down for you as well. Introduce that to everybody yesterday. Kind of a quick way to take a look at things going on in the sports world, things that you may have missed every morning, both good and bad. And uh, needless to say, I'm pretty excited about one of the items that is on three up, three down this morning. But before we get to three up, three down at 7.30, we're going to bring you another chance to enter today's winning sports word at KGYMRadio.com. Your chance to win $500 and maybe even the 1600 ESPN $5,000 Ultimate Man Cave giveaway. 7.30 this morning. Not 7.29, not 7.31, 7.30 this morning. I want you listening right here. I want you to win $500 with us. As a matter of fact, this was revealed yesterday. We're going to announce the winner of the $500 on this show at 7.30 on the 28th of February. 319-366-1600. I had to say the 28th because we will not be on the air on the 29th. I found this out yesterday. 
get the day off on the 29th leap year, Isaac. Had no idea it was leap year until yesterday when somebody said, hey, you get the 29th off. And I immediately pulled up the schedule or the calendar and I looked and I thought, March 29th is a Friday. Why am I getting that day off? No, no, no. There's a 29th in the month of February this year. I did not know we got that day off, so that is news to me as well. So thank you. You, may, made you, my, know you made my morning a little bit better there. there yeah. There's no, well, I, I can say this. I know that there's no, well, you're not with me on the 29th because February is a Thursday. But you, right. in the afternoon, you'd be with Spencer. You'd be with Scott and Mark. So Mark, by the way, speaking of Mark Dukes at the gym class, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter this morning. One of the first things I saw, Mark Dukes' smiling mug on a very old copy of the Cedar Rapids Gazette, courtesy of one of the Twitter accounts that I follow. Speaking of greatness and women's basketball scoring, we'll get to that coming up on Today in Sports History later on in the 7 o'clock hour today. You are up and active. North Liberty Larry said the crowd was electric and sounded like Kinnick Stadium when she broke the record. It, was, it came through the broadcast. By the way, that's the first time that I've ever spent a great deal of time watching something on Peacock. And I thought I thought it was okay. I thought I didn't think it was great. I didn't think that it was all that bad either. I thought the graphics, the presentation, the announced team, they you know, it's it's not exactly two veteran announcers taking that moment in history, but I thought they did an excellent job as well. And, again, the only way that that would have been better last night is if it would have been either on ESPN or if it would have been on one of the three, you know, CBS, NBC, or ABC, so that nationally people who don't have cable, people who don't have satellite, everybody could have seen it. Everybody could have had access to it. Outside of that, I don't know how you change a single thing about last night. That is going to go down in history as one of the single greatest sports performances that we've seen in the state of Iowa. You'll never see another night like it at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. That much I'm willing to guarantee. And now the question becomes, what's life like after Caitlin Clark? 319-366-16, and oh, he's doing the Debbie Downer thing. Everybody's happy today. Everybody's excited. Everybody, look, even me, you can hear it, I think, in my voice today. It's just, uh, it, it, it's the caffeine this morning. It's the caffeine every morning. I blame the caffeine every morning. But today, especially, uh, the excitement of last night, it's carrying over into the program today. But yeah, I'm going to be Debbie Downer because I'm going to force you to think about what life is going to be like after she's not around. And not only that, not only not around the Iowa program, but women's college basketball as well. I mean, you can build something up. You can get it to a certain point. And then it is on the folks who are in charge to figure out how you continue to build momentum. How do you move things forward? How do you keep building? You, because the one thing that you can't do is just become complacent, right? Like, like me. Everything's about me, 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 me. That's me. That's how I look at the world. But, okay, I got this morning show, and I think it's great, and I think it's good for the station, and we're 1600 ESPN and have been for a while now. And I think that's great. And I could be complacent. I could just come in here every morning and be like, meh, get me to 9 o'clock, get me out the door. I don't want that. 
I don't want that. I want to. I want this to be bigger. I want this to be better. And so every single day, I ask myself, how can how can we do that? And it usually involves spinning a fake wheel and various cuts of beef. 319-366-1600-642. Going to take a quick break. We'll step away momentarily. We'll come back, keep things rolling here in the early portion of the program. Get you Jaden's unusual news and knowledge. Brought to you today by the one and only Isaac. Coming up at 6.50 this morning. 7 o'clock hour already laid it out for you. 8 o'clock hour. It's going to be a good one. I'm with you until 9 o'clock this morning. Please don't go anywhere. Just say, I did say please. If you're going to go somewhere, just remember, I said please. Then it's on you. Back with more after this. At Progressive, we love sports and saving you money, so we bundled them together. The final horse now in the gate, and they're off. They're starting off with a double toe loop jump, leaving a difficult 7-10 split. It's this movement on the inside rail. Only nine pins separate them now as they head to the final quarter mile. They're neck and neck. It's down to the last frame. Here comes the actual jump. They bundled their home and auto insurance with Progressive. Win, strike, savings, gold. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states or situations. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Back to the Todd Bramble Camp Show on 1600 ESPN. Seriously? Long rebound dug up by Gabby Marshall. Scoops a pass to Clark. Logo three. Oh! Got it. 22 is now number one. Caitlin Clark is the NCAA's all-time scoring leader in women's basketball history. That is Robbie Brooks on the call last night, Hawkeye Radio Network, and Rob will be joining the gym class today. Coming up between 3 and 4 o'clock today, calling the historic moment somewhere his dad is very proud of the fact that he was behind the microphone for that moment. 319-366-1600. As we continue to wade through the texts here this morning, I have a feeling this is going to be what it's like most of the day today, 81-86, Ben to Carver, uh, Ben to many games at Carver after the record was broken, it was loud. But the crowd was relatively quiet after that, not even close to the loudest I have heard in there. Debbie Downer. Yeah, it was, it was loud. What? How else do you, you – you couldn't ask them to maintain that over the course of an entire – because she did it so quickly. How could you possibly keep – if you light the fuse on a firework on the 4th of July, right, you get the explosion, the big bang, the fuse doesn't keep burning. It just, that's, that's stupid. That doesn't even make any sense. Have another, have another Diet Mountain Dew this morning, but – Again, from what I saw last night, when the record fell, that place was electric. And they've got an opportunity. Look, the the, um, the men's game is sold out tomorrow as well. One fifteen, Iowa taking on Wisconsin. And when Carver-Hawkeye Arena is full, 
it's a decent place to play. I'm not going to go so far as to say it's the toughest place to play in the country or anything like that because the arena, the arena is what it is at this point. There's no, there's no student section. They don't make a difference. There's no, there's, there's absolutely nothing in my opinion that makes coming to Carver Hawkeye Arena intimidating for Big Ten opponents. I'm talking about on the men's side now, looking ahead to Iowa, Wisconsin tomorrow. That it just drastic changes need to be made. Either that, or everybody looks in the mirror and realizes, you know what, we're trying to solve a problem where there is no solution at this point because it's 2024, and sometimes the times change, and what what we used to do or what things used to be like 30 years ago, it takes a rare instance to recapture a little bit of that. But that's neither here nor there. I don't want to be Debbie Downer today. 647. I'll leave that to other people for once in my life. I will leave it. Isaac, you want to be Debbie Downer? No, I'm good today. I'm feeling pretty good. Well, actually, my throat's a little You sound sick. It's not great. I'm not sick. Keep your distance from me. I was at the game Stay on the other side of the glass. You were? Yeah. Were you in a working capacity, or were you there as a fan? I was there as a fan. Okay. Did you have good seats? Uh, yeah, they're, they've been pretty good. We have season tickets. You have season so, tickets. Yeah, they're pretty good. Did you at any point in time consider selling your tickets? Be honest. No, no, no. The silence speaks volumes. You don't even have to say anything. We didn't, though. Obviously, but you I, didn't. I was there. But you I did. But you did. Here you are, a poor college student. You had the opportunity. You could have had ramen noodles for the rest of the year. You didn't do it. No. Good on you. Where are, your, where are your seats? You don't have to give me the exact seat location. Uh, it's like row 27. Okay. It's not It's not bright, too bad. Like right. right in the middle there. And you are hoarse from... So give me the first-hand account as a fan. You were there. I would not ask you if you were there covering the game for the Daily Iowa or anything. I wouldn't ask you this, but you were there in, in a different perspective. What was it like? Yeah, I mean, it was a, there was a real buzz around Iowa City for a lot of the afternoon because um, I've had some classes downtown and stuff like that and then once you got there I don't know there was just something in the arena where you could tell that everyone's I don't know a lot of excitement and then like you said right when uh, she broke it early and when she did it was about as loud of a pop as I've ever heard Carver have they I like the way that you describe that's a term that you sometimes hear in professional wrestling the pop when when somebody comes out in the arena and you know used to get it before The Rock interjected in, into the whole Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns thing. But I think they've solved that now for the most part. But a stone-cold Steve, well, you know, the superstars come out and boom, there's that that moment. They mentioned that on the Peacock broadcast last night, by the way, when they, land, they landed at the airport, the Eastern Iowa airport, they said getting off the plane, it was just that people there in the airport were talking about it. It was... You couldn't go anywhere in Cedar Rapids or Iowa City yesterday without people buzzing about this moment. And I'll talk a little bit more about this later on because, you know, we don't get we don't get a chance like this too often in this state to be the center of attention and to enjoy the moment that we had last night. And I think that's why even the energies carrying over here a little bit to the program here today for me is the fact that I woke up feeling pretty good today about what I saw last night because the sports world and the world in general 
you know, it, it I don't want to turn this into anything that, that it shouldn't be at this point, but earlier this week, you know, we have a Super Bowl parade in Kansas City, and it turns out to be not the not the story that we want to be telling at this point. A happy moment, something that is great, something that's that's enjoyable and fantastic, and it, it's forever ruined by what happened there. And you look last night, this moment, it just it's good to feel good sometimes. Boy, that was the dumbest. I've said a lot of dumb things. I'm not quite sure anything compares to that. It's good to feel good sometimes. What does that even mean? What I mean is there's so much bad going on in the world. And I'm not saying, look, I'm not saying ignore the bad. I hate people that ignore the bad. Bury your head in the sand. Don't do anything to change anything in the world. Guess what? You're a part of the problem. Okay. Yeah, you get to sleep at night. You get to feel better about yourself because you get to ignore everything that's going on in the world, but you're not doing anything to make it better. I hate people like that. But this moment, in t- just for what it was, with as much stupid stuff that's going on in the world, to have that chance last night to just be happy and to live in the moment. That, to me, was a big deal. 651, we'll take a quick break when we come back. I have no idea whether or not he's going to be able to pull through today. This will be a clutch performance from Isaac, who is clearly hoarse from cheering, along with the 15,000 folks at Carver-Hawkeye Arena last night as Caitlin Clark becomes the NCAA's all-time leading women's basketball scorer. She's 99 points away from Pete Maravich. I'm not going there. I'm not... Uh, yeah. Men versus women, three-point line, no three-point line, three years, four years. That's that's not what we need to be doing today. And it's not what we need to be doing next week. And it's not what we need need to be doing three weeks from now. But I'm not going to stop other people. Other people are going to do what they want to do. 652, back with more of the Todd Bromwell Camp Show after this. There's a reason Hurtine and Stocker Jewelers' annual sale is famous. The savings are incredible, and it only happens once a year. The sale is Saturday and Monday only. And here's the kind of famous savings you'll get. Colored stone jewelry is up to 60% off, including a huge selection of colored stone rings. Natural diamond engagement rings up to 40% off. And enjoy an additional 15% off all gold estate pieces, which are already priced to sell. You can see why these savings are only offered once a year. With an event this famous, shoppers are excited, and you don't want to miss out. So make sure you're at the famous annual sale, happening from 10 to 5 Saturday and Monday, only at Hurtin and Stocker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. While you're saving, say hi to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of them is always there. That's the ease at which you get information. You want it, you get it, like that. Ask your phone, group chat, smartphone. You're always connected and informed in real time. No waiting. So if you're diabetic and still using finger sticks to read your blood sugar, what are you waiting for? Knowing your blood sugar levels instantly is important for managing diabetes. Call US Med at 888-665-0696. 
To learn more about continuous glucose monitors, a real-time instant method to track your blood glucose, U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 1,000 private insurers. And the best part? Call 888-665-0696 and we'll give you a free insurance benefits check today. So call 888-665-0696 today. That's 888-665-0696. And manage your diabetes as easy as... Hey, it's Spencer from Spencer on Sports. You're waking up with the Todd Brommelkamp Show, exclusively on Eastern Iowa's Home for Sports, 1600 ESPN, on FM at 102.3 in Cedar Rapids and 106.3 in Iowa City. This is important information. There comes some premium 91 octane knowledge. Junk. Absolute junk. Well, this just got a little weird. Jaded. Unusual. News. And knowledge. Bring it, honey. Look, it's always weird on Friday when Jaden's not here, but Isaac is going to do his best to rise to the occasion. There's a chance that this could be Caitlin Clark related. It could be animal related. I have no idea. I don't. I don't oversee or overstep my bounds. This segment is not mine. It doesn't belong to me. It belongs to you, the people, and the person delivering it. Isaac, what do you have for the folks today? Unusual news and knowledge. Lay it on them. We have a Guinness World Record that was broken. Um, And this one, like many Guinness World Records, you would never expect it to be an actual thing. But the record for most matches held in the nose has been surpassed with... A Danish man who stuffed 68 matchsticks into his nostrils, beating the previous record of 45 matchsticks. Okay, the new record is what? 68. And the old record was 45. 45. So, he, I mean, he smashed it. Uh, he, yeah, he's going Caitlin Clark there. He's putting that thing so far out of reach. Now, is this both nostrils or is this just one hole? Like, uh, it looks to be both. He said, looks to be sup- both. Okay, so you're... it didn't really hurt. He said, and he also has fairly large nostrils and quite stretchy skin, and he's sure that helped a lot. So you're averaging 30-plus matchsticks per nostril, per orifice at that point. That's impressive. That is, uh, I, I, I'm not going to be impressed by that unless they then light the matches. Is that part of the record? I don't They have I to light the matches and let it record. burn, singe his nose? No? No. Just, I, I just... I've talked about this before. We could come up with some sort of stupid record here. I, I don't know what we would break, uh, but you know, you know boringest, boringest sports talk show. I don't know. Give me an opportunity to break that record. That sounds like a challenge. But matchsticks. Any? That's. Uh, you said that was in Denmark. Uh, he's a Danish man. I don't know if he did it. Okay. In Denmark. Well, that's a record that deserves to be broken by an American. That's true. I don't like it. All of these foreign people holding Guinness records. America is the greatest country on earth. And if we can't find it, if we can't find somebody in this country to shove 70 matchsticks up their nose to reclaim our superiority. (sighs) Thank you, Isaac. Apparently it's something you can train, too. He said to increase capacity, it would require some training. You got to start. You got to start some with 15 matchsticks, and it's like a retainer, right, or a spacer, where it slowly pushes the teeth back into place. You don't just wake up one day and shove 32 matchsticks up each nostril. You gotta, you gotta build up. You gotta build toward that. Three one nine three six six sixteen hundred. We have people on the text line 
asking what type of matches. You are my people. When you hear a story like that and you automatically go to, I need more details. I need the, I need the specs on the types of matches that were put. I'm assuming they are the wooden, actual wooden matches. We'll put Isaac on it. Uh, 7 o'clock hour today in sports history. Coming up for you after this. You're listening to the Todd Bromelkamp Show here on Eastern Iowa's Home for Sports. Eastern Iowa weather from 1600 ESPN. Snow showers will continue with us throughout this morning before things quiet down a little bit later on this afternoon. Skies will be clearing out throughout the rest of our day today, but highs will still be into the mid to lower 30s with rather breezy conditions. Lasting into the weekend where things will gradually start to warm the way back up into the mid to upper 30s with a little more sunshine out ahead of us. I'm meteorologist Garrett Hyde, and that was a check of your latest Iowa's News Now with the first forecast. Are you tired of looking at your old grimy and mildewy bathtub, looking to replace it with a beautiful walk-in shower, but cash is tight? For as little as $89 a month, no payments for 12 months for consumers who qualify. Remodeling loans can put you into a beautiful new walk-in shower in as little as one day. You can rest easy knowing that Remodeling Loans, a network of certified contractors screened and handpicked by us, offers premier products, top-rated service, and value, increasing the beauty, safety, and value of your home. A new walk-in shower will also provide you with a germ-free, slip-resistant, safe, and beautiful new bathroom. Call 800-921-1403 and take advantage of our holiday special of free installation. Our agents are standing by, ready to schedule your appointment with our design team at no cost and no obligation to you. All callers will receive a free upgrade of premium colors just for calling today. A beautiful new walk-in shower is now within reach. Call 800-921-1403. That's 800-921-1403. KGYM Cedar Rapids, broadcasting from the Eakin Nutrition Studios. Eakin Nutrition, now open in Coralville. This is 1600 ESPN. Radio Iowa, Caitlin Clark set the all-time NCAA women's basketball scoring record just two minutes into last night's game against Michigan in Iowa City. Just just lucky, like my teammates, I'm just so thankful they let me be me and I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for them. So, um, yeah, I'm just, just really thankful. Clark finished the game with 49 points. That's a Carver-Hawkeye Arena record as Iowa rolled past Michigan 106-89. State funding would support full-day preschool for children Children from low-income households under legislation eligible for debate in the Iowa Senate. The Iowa Senate Ag Committee has approved a bill that gives some liability protection to farm chemical companies, including Bayer, which makes the widely used weed killer Roundup. And the Webster County Sheriff's Office says two people are dead in an apparent murder-suicide that happened on Thursday morning in the town of Moorland, southwest of Fort Dodge. I'm Jason Dinesen, and this is Radio Iowa. Hey Iowa, it's George Kittle, tied in for the San Francisco 49ers and proud former Hawkeye. Life can throw unexpected hits, much like catching a pass over the middle. If you're facing struggles with drug or alcohol use or even mental health challenges, take a time out and call Your Life Iowa. Just like my teammates are there for me, the Your Life Iowa team is there for you. Get 24-7 free resources or find treatment options at yourlifeiowa.org. A message from Iowa HHS. Not all people are the same. And yet, when we visit the doctor, our treatments don't look that different. Why is that? Because we just don't have enough information to do it better. By gathering health data from one million people, our country's best researchers will be able to develop treatments that are as unique and complex as we are. With this new information, doctors will have a better understanding of disease so they can innovate the next great breakthroughs in medicine. Learn more at joinallofus.org. 
Sports is brought to you by Eakin Nutrition in Coralville. Learn how the right foods can impact your energy, appearance, and health, and how to develop healthy habits for life with Eakin Nutrition. Here's what's coming up on Spencer on Sports. Coming up Friday, Scott Doctorin from The Athletic joins me at 4.30 to look back on a historic night in Iowa City for Caitlin Clark. We'll also preview the sports weekend ahead, including plenty of college hoops talk and the NBA All-Star Game. News. Radio Iowa, I'm Dar Danielson. Traffic. Take your time on 380 this morning and make sure to watch your speed. Weather. I'm meteorologist Rebecca Kopelman with your weather first forecast. You're listening to the Todd Brommelkamp Show on 1600 ESPN. 702, good morning, Eastern Iowa. Appreciate you waking up with me here at 1600 ESPN as we are inside the Eakin Sports Nutrition Studios on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. Eakin Nutrition now open in Coralville near Extreme Arena. Heartlander is home tonight. It's Star Wars night. They're taking on the Indy Fuel, Isaac. That's the Blackhawks ECHL affiliate. I just I may have just talked myself into going to a hockey game tonight. Are you gonna dress up like a Star Wars character? Hell no. Those people are weird. I, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm supposed to be I'm not supposed to be offensive. I'm not supposed to uh, supposed to say anything to alienate the audience. I'm supposed to grow the I want as many people to like me as possible. I need to be the old country buffet of sports talk radio where I don't put any seasoning or any flavoring into my food at all. If you are a grown adult and you go to an event, and this is not just Star Wars, but it's mainly Star Wars, and you dress like Boba Fett or Han Solo or, God forbid, like in the movie Step Brothers where you have a non-movie-grade Chewbacca mask laying around, I reserve the right to view you as a weirdo. And you know what? A lot of those people who may not be sports fans would view me as a weirdo for going to a baseball game and wearing a jersey of a grown man that I'm not related to or I'm not. So it's okay to view people as as weirdos as long as that's where you leave it. Like, don't be mean. Don't, you know... Let everybody live their life. You can view them as being a little bit different than you. Acknowledge our differences. Uh, we're going to, I'm excited about this, 8 o'clock hour today, love it or leave it, speaking of acknowledging differences. And I am, I'm one of the biggest Tiger Woods fans here in the building. I think the only, one of the few reasons that I even have a minor interest in the sport of golf is because I came of age in the era of Tiger Woods, that we're relatively the same age. He's a little bit older than I am, but I watched his rise. I watched what he did to golf. You're not going to find a bigger Tiger Woods fan in this building. And yet I got a difference with him in the 8 o'clock hour, and it's, it's the impetus behind Love It or Leave It today. I'm looking forward to it. And it might be one of the few non Caitlin Clark pieces of content that we have for you. On the program today. If you're tired of hearing about Caitlin Clark, well, that makes you kind of a weirdo too, because I don't think people are tired of hearing about Caitlin Clark at this point. Maybe if you're an Iowa State fan, and there were some of them that, a very few, look, I think even Iowa State fans watching this develop decided, you know what? It's best to just 
bite my tongue and not say anything. It's just best to just stay out of the way, don't draw attention to myself, and let the moment play out and let the moment pass. Because at the end of the day, what's great about this, and look, Caitlin Clark could be from anywhere and put on an Iowa uniform, and it's not going to take away what, what she did, what she accomplished last night. But I think what adds an extra layer of special specialness that is somebody get me a thesaurus for christmas or my birth my birthday comes before christmas but somebody is special i'm just i don't know she's she has me at a lack for words right now the fact that she's from iowa that she's quote one of us and she did this wearing an Iowa uniform, and she did this here in Iowa, in Iowa City, I think that adds to why we like Caitlin Clark so much. That if she were from Grand Rapids, Michigan, or Icy Cavern, uh, Minnesota, or whatever, I mean, just, yeah, it would be cool, but she's one of us. She's one of us. She grew up here. She had an opportunity to leave, as so many people do, I mean, there are so many people that, and she's going to join those ranks. By the way, don't think for one second that she's not going to be part of the brain drain in this state, that she's born here, raised here, and the minute that she's 22, 23, she's across the border and somewhere else. Now, that's a little bit of a different story because of what she's going to do for a living, but also at the same time when you stop and think about it, that is another Another piece of how Iowan this story is. We, we raise her, we build her up, and then we see her go do great things elsewhere and watch from afar. 319-366-1600. You're going to hear Lisa Bluter's reaction to the record-breaking moment coming up later on in the program. You'll hear from Caitlin Clark herself as well, her post-game comments. And John Bonenkamp, who was there last night, former longtime sports editor of the Burlington Hawkeye, writes for, among other outlets, Hawkeye Nation, the Associated Press. John's going to be with me today at 8.30 this morning as well to give a firsthand account of what it was like to see the history unfold last night at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Uh, the Des Moines Register with the commemorative issues that were held up after the game was over, Nike with the photo tribute and the posters and the you'll hear Lisa Bluter say the marketing department hit a home run the Iowa marketing department which has had a ton of turnover in the last decade or so they they did not have the greatest reputation as being even remotely good at what they do right and then they had some change and they brought some new blood in and I mean, you, you'd be hard-pressed to find, in my opinion, a, a group of people led by Brandy Britt that do a better job of marketing their school and their team than that group of people do in Iowa City. It just seemed like everything was perfect last night. Everything was perfect right down to how she broke the record. The fact that it was boom, boom, boom. I'm going to hit a three. I'm going to hit a layup. And then I'm going to pull up and I'm going to hit one of those signature Caitlin Clark three-pointers. And this is what I noticed. I watched this. I did not notice this in real time 
last night because my mind was on uh, two very specific things when the record broke. And watching it on Peacock was what time, and again, I believe it was 7.08 last night, central time, when the record fell. And I was focused on, was Lisa Bluter going to call timeout because Caitlin Clark said she didn't want Lisa Bluter to call timeout. So I missed this in the moment last night, but in re-watching it this morning, and this is a lesson in, I think whether you've got a little boy or a little girl or even, even kids who aren't all that little, who are in middle school, who are in high school, hell, I would show this to somebody if they were in college. Isaac, I would show this to you. Go back and watch. She hits the three-pointer. She runs down the floor, and she's happy. She's celebrating. I think she glances up into the stands at her family. But the thing that I take away from that moment is she immediately found the player on the floor that she was supposed to be guarding. And I believe it was number zero for Michigan. I don't have the box score in front of me. I should probably know who that player is, but the uniform number, she was wearing number zero. Go back and watch the clip, and you'll see it. She breaks the record. She runs down the floor. You can tell she finally lets a little bit of the excitement about the moment show. But she immediately goes back into the role of basketball player. Where's my person? Where's the person I'm supposed to be guarding? That is what, to me, it would have tarnished the moment. Just a little tiny, a little teensy bit. If the person that she's supposed to be guarding winds up getting an open basket because she's not there defending her. But that's not who Caitlin Clark is, right? And we've seen that over the course of the four seasons that she's suited up for the Hawkeyes. By the way, you can chant one more year, one more year all you want. She ain't coming back. Barring an Isaac, I'll ask you this. I'm going to try to normally I love to bring you on on the program on Fridays, but your voice Clearly, you need some recovery time here. Uh, by the way, in the past, I would have, I would have used this as, as an excuse to talk to you as much as possible, just to annoy you. But uh, outside of some sort of collective NIL effort where you present her with a couple million dollars, where where the offer is just so ludicrous, you can't say no. And then she's proven everything that she can in, in the college ranks. And people are going to talk about $244,000 or whatever the max salary is in the WNBA and, and all of that. But I don't think it's about the money for her. I think it's about the next thing for her is going to be about the challenge. And the only, the only thing that could, in my opinion, the only thing that could bring her back for a fifth year, which, by the way, I just make it happen, not just for the Iowa women's sake, but for the sake of watching Cheryl Swoops's head explode when she actually uses a fifth year. But to me, the only thing that could bring her back would be a terrible worst-case scenario, and that would be like we saw with the Iowa women a couple years ago where they completely crap the bed in the NCAA tournament and they get bounced in the first week. Like... That's the I could see that if that happened, I could see her saying, you know what, I don't want to go out like this. I can't go out like this. But 
I, she's as good as go, and she should be. It's time for us to let go of her. Let her go to the WNBA and let her find her footing. I believe it was Asia Wilson yesterday. I retweeted this. I don't know if you saw this or not, Isaac. I, of all the people that have had hot takes on Caitlin Clark, I thought Wilson had a really good approach to it in that she's a WNBA player. She's seen what it's like to go from college to the WNBA. She knows that it's not easy. She's seen Kelsey Plum go from college to the WNBA and and struggle at times with the transition. Just let her go. Let her find her footing. And whatever becomes of her at the next level, so be it. She could, she could be a bust. She could be an all-time great. She could be somewhere in between. We don't know any of that yet. We don't know what it's going to be like for her at the WNBA level. But it's going to be fun following along on the journey. 319-366-1600. It is 7.15. Here's what's coming up in the 7 o'clock hour today. Momentarily, we'll give you a look at what happened on this day in sports history. 15 minutes from now, you have an opportunity to enter today's winning sports word at kgymradio.com. That word, entering it, at our website is going to get you entered for a chance to win $500. It's also going to enter you into a national contest for $5,000. The 1600 ESPN $5,000 ultimate man cave giveaway just in time for the NCAA men's and women's basketball tournaments. We will be announcing the winner of the $500 here later this month on the Todd Brownell Camp Show. 319-366-1600. 8 o'clock hour today, tackling the big question of what is next for women's college basketball after Caitlin Clark. Not just for Iowa basketball, but what's next for women's college basketball because the sport is has been elevated to a level where a lot of people never even thought it could possibly get to this point. And the key is now, how do you keep the interest how do you continue to bring people back and and follow the next crop of players that are coming up? We'll never see another Caitlin Clark again, but I don't think we need to. I don't think we need somebody like that big of a star. We just need to keep people interested in the sport. If you like women's college basketball, you just need to convince people that it's not – you. You like what you're seeing, but it's not just because of Caitlin Clark. That it, there are other things to this to keep you coming back to the well. 319-366-1600-4693 asking me about something that I will touch on on 3-Up, three 3-Down three today after 7.30 this morning. Happens to be some Major League Baseball news. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I wasn't all that sad. I was not all that sad. We'll get to it. 319-366-1600-0835 on the text line. Why wouldn't the challenge be winning the national title? Maybe she wants the challenge of leading the expansion team in two years. Let her make her own decision. You may be sick of Caitlin Clark's popularity. Let her make her decision. Who in the hell says I'm sick of Caitlin Clark's popularity? Isaac, what did I do? I I don't know. I think there might be a little bit of misinterpretation there. Um. Yeah. 
Look, I think you'd I'm love saying... it if she came back for another year. We'd oh, all, absolutely. We'd all, we'd all love it here. Absolutely. I Look, as I've said, I'm not. I'm, I'm many things here, but I'm not dumb. I'm not dumb. I've tried to, as often as possible, uh, just attach myself to the coattails of Caitlin Clark, mention her on the program, uh, have her audio on the program, do whatever, because it's popular. People are talking. I would love for her to come back for another year. Are you kidding me? How much content that would be? What I'm saying is, and the challenge here for her is, uh, I was not plan. I'm not planning on getting to this this early. You're throwing my, you're throwing my rundown of the show all off here, but I'll allow it. I'll allow it because I w- I wanted to tell the story of Larry Bird, and Kevin McHale because that's what I thought of last night, in watching, uh, watching the post game reaction. And uh, so seven days ago, Hannah Stolke scores 46 points against Penn State and sets the Carver-Hawkeye Arena scoring record. And seven days later, Caitlin Clark breaks the record. She scores 49 last night. And, of course, people are, so, well, Hannah's going to score 50, some, you know, down this. We don't know that. It, it's fun to tell yourself that, and it very well could happen, Absolutely. Anybody who scores 46 can score 50. I'm not that dumb. But what it made me think of was in 1985, uh, I grew up as a fan of the Boston Celtics in large part because of Larry Bird and to a lesser extent Kevin McHale and Robert Parrish and Dennis Johnson and Danny Ainge and Bill Walton and Jerry Sishting, and okay, no, 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 Chris Ford, and that would just go down the line here until we get all the way back to Bob Cousy. Uh, In 1985, the Celtics were playing the Detroit Pistons, and this was a rivalry. Everybody talks about the Lakers and the Celtics, but the Lakers, uh, the the Celtics in the mid-'80s, they didn't like the Pistons either. And Kevin McHale on, on this particular night goes off for 56 points against the Pistons. Nobody on Detroit can stop Kevin McHale. And it gets to the point where Kevin McHale takes himself out of the game. And Larry Bird, his teammate, gets mad at him. He gets mad at him for taking him out of the game because he hates the Pistons. And he said, you should have went for 70. You should have tried to get to 70. And... The story, this now becomes, of course, what what is true and what is the legend that grows over time. But the story goes that Larry Bird told Kevin McHale, hey, enjoy the record because it ain't going to last very long. So McHale scores 56 against the Pistons. And nine days later, Larry Bird goes out and puts 60 up on the Atlanta Hawks to break the Celtics single game scoring record. Now, I bring up Larry Bird here because... You hear Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and all these comparisons. Caitlin Clark's Larry Bird. Caitlin Clark, to me, is is Larry Bird, and it has nothing to do with pigmentation, although a lot of people will make it that way. Just She's a stone-cold assassin from beyond the arc. She has swagger. She talks a little trash. She may as well wear 33 instead of 22. But... Larry Bird used to, when he would go into an arena at the shoot-around, 
he would find a ball boy or he would find somebody who was in the in the PR department and he would ask them what's the scoring record in this building what's the arena scoring record because it wasn't just enough for Larry Bird to put on a uniform and go out and suit up every night for the Celtics and go out and dominate the Atlanta Hawks. That wasn't a challenge to him because of how great he was. He had to come up with another way to motivate himself, another way to see just exactly how he, how far he could push himself. So it wasn't, okay, go out and beat the Hawks tonight. It was, we're playing at the Omni. What's the arena scoring? I want to know what the record is. I want to have something in the back of my mind to think about. That, so when I'm talking about Caitlin Clark challenging her, so of course it would be great if she came back for another year. But she doesn't have anything left to prove, right? Like she's out there on a different level. And I've mentioned this on the show before. Part of the re- one of the things people love to knock her about are the turnovers, right? She turns the ball over a lot. She turns the ball over a lot because she's playing at a different speed than everybody else on the floor, and she sees things at a different speed than everybody else on the floor. She's so far beyond the college game right now that it's got to be almost boring for her. And she'll never admit that. But I'm sitting here. I can say it. I'm a member of the media. We can say anything we want. You hate us anyway. doesn't matter. But she's, she needs a new challenge. And I think the Indiana fever, I wouldn't, start, I wouldn't sell the jerseys just yet. But I'd think about it. I'd be, take her number one overall and put some butts in the seats and team her with Aaliyah Boston, who, by the way, does a tremendous job on TV. Jeez, uh, she's very, very good. Uh, and that's part of what's going to help women's basketball grow, I believe, is this generation, this next generation of analysts and personalities that uh, will help continue to bring people to the game and keep them there. 319-366-1600. I'm also going, I said I didn't want to be Debbie Downer, but I'm going to be Debbie Downer. You know how hard it is to win a national title? I mean, it's you can. It's so easy to say that that's the motivation that brings somebody back. You can't win a motiv- You cannot win a national title by yourself. Nobody can win a national title by themselves. It has to be a team effort. And at the end of the day, you know, anybody who gambles can tell you this. You have to look at the odds. How many teams are there? And at the end of the year, only one team wins a national title. Everybody else falls short. Everybody else is disappointed. I get it. Yeah, you can say, oh, she comes back. If they don't win a national title, she comes back. That's the carrot on the stick for her. That's not enough. In my opinion, I don't think that's enough. I don't think there's any amount of money that you could throw her way. She makes enough money right now. The truly great among us need to be challenged. Otherwise, you get bored. You're going through the motions. She's 22 years old. She's done everything that she can at the college level, minus winning a national championship. I'm not going to fault her. If she leaves for the WNBA and, and Iowa doesn't win a national championship, she needs a new challenge. And I think she's going to ultimately – you can chant one more year all you want, 
$64.97, million in NIL money. Even it's I don't for the truly great, it's not about the money. The money helps. I'm not gonna lie. But for the truly great, they need to be challenged. They need to be challenged. And that challenge now is going to come for her going up against women who are in their late 20s, in their 30s, in their 40s, women who've been doing this longer than almost longer than she's been alive. Okay, night in and night out. The best defenders, the best scorers. That's the next challenge for her. And also, at the same time, a similar challenge to what she's faced and, and done an excellent job of so far is helping to grow the women's game. She knows she's not done yet. She's helped grow interest in the women's game at the college level. But could you tell me right now, if I offered you a large sum of money, could you tell me when the next WNBA game is on TV and what channel it's on and the head coaches in the league or, and the arenas that they play? Look, some some hardcore super fan, of course. But that's the challenge that the WNBA faces right now. College Women's college basketball is 10 times more popular than the WNBA is. But there was a point in time in our country where NBA players flew commercial. Like, they played in arenas that were dark and musty and smelled like stale beer. And the NBA wasn't very popular. College basketball was more popular. Things change. And things change because of players like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan. And she's that version for women's basketball. 319-366-1600-727. We've got three up, three down coming up for you in just a little bit. Also, today's winning sports word of the day on the way after this. You're listening to the Todd Bromelkamp Show on 1600 ESPN. ESPN Bet is now live in Iowa as the official sports book of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Eastern Iowa weather from 1600 ESPN. Snow showers will continue with us throughout this morning before things quiet down a little bit later on this afternoon. Skies will be clearing out throughout the rest of our day today, but highs will still be into the mid to lower 30s with rather breezy conditions. Lasting into the weekend where things will gradually start to warm the way back up into the mid to upper 30s with a little more sunshine out ahead of us. I'm meteorologist Garrett Hyde, and that was a check of your latest Iowa's News Now weather first forecast. Hi, this is Heartlanders forward Nick Campoli. Join us in a galaxy not too far away at Extreme Arena in Coralville. The Iowa Heartlanders play the division rival Indy Fuel Friday, February 16th, in an exciting hockey battle. See you for Star Wars night. May the force be with you, and let's go Landers. Stop in at Fleet Farm for one of the biggest selections of Milwaukee tools around. Milwaukee's raised the bar on heavy-duty performance, and we've got over 1,100 Milwaukee tools and accessories to help you crush that to-do list, like the M18 cordless two-tool combo kit, 400 pounds of torque, packed into just four pounds of compact drill driver, plus two batteries. Shop all the top brands we carry to help you power through everyday life at Fleet Farm. Across Iowa, you don't have to look far to find a bank that's got your back. 
from just around the corner to the next town over. Hundreds of neighborhood banks are going the distance to ensure your future looks brighter than ever. By providing jobs, supporting local businesses, strengthening communities, and helping your dreams become reality. Here, the life you build is backed by Iowa Banks. See how banks are making a difference near you at iowabankers.com. Back to the Todd Brommelkamp Show on 1600 ESPN. You can do anything you want to him. It is exactly 7.30. I was worried. I thought I took that break a little late, but boom, bing, bang, right on time. It is time to give you today's winning sports word. Head to KGYM Radio right now. If you've not been listening to the station over the last couple weeks, maybe you don't know what's going on. It's the 1600 ESPN $5,000 Man Cave Giveaway. This is a national contest, so there are a lot of people entering it. But we are guaranteeing at least a $500 winner here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa City, the Eastern Iowa market. So go to KGYMRadio.com and enter the following word, cardinal, C-A-R-D-I-N-A-L, at KGYMRadio.com right now. And you are entered to win $500 and maybe even the $5,000 man cave giveaway. Uh, Again, details at our website, kgymradio.com. You have four chances every day until the end of the month to enter. 730, 1130, 330, and 530. Gym class, Spencer on Sports, once during the national program on ESPN, uh, just prior to the lunch hour, and then every morning here, I get to be the first one to reveal the word every day. And the word today is cardinal, C-A-R-D-I-N-A-L. 2112 on the text line, I feel like I'm being chastised for liking Caitlin Clark. What am I doing wrong today, Isaac? I I don't know. Because I feel like we we gushed about her. You're just saying that she wants a different challenge and the WNBA provides a different challenge than college. Like, if you want her to come back to Iowa, I, that's f- I'm not chastising anybody for that. But what I'm saying is allow her, if you really like Caitlin Clark, let her do what's best for her. Not what's best for you or what's best for your favorite team. If you really like her, let her do what's best for her. And to me... That is, she needs a new challenge because she's out there playing chess when everybody else is playing checkers. 319-366-1600. But that's okay. We don't need to see eye to eye. This show would be, this show would really be boring if it was just a collection of acolytes where it was just people that were like, I agree with everything that you say. You are inoffensive to me. You That's, don't cook with salt or pepper or any flour is the spiciest thing that you cook with. I agree with everything that you say. This show would suck. That's my job. I'm supposed to do that for you. No. Well, that's what you said. I'm supposed oh, your to, job is I'm to, supposed to sit to there and your job is to sit on the other side of the microphone and sound like you were hanging out with Cheech and Chong. You've woken up a little bit. Earlier this morning I was like, "Are you on something?" You were you sounded a step slow, but it's you. It was a long night for you. When did you go to bed last night? Uh, if you went to the game, so. I was gonna say if you went to the game and then afterwards, you went to bed way after I did. Three one nine three six six sixteen hundred. I even I had to wake up and find out how many points she scored last night. I watched the record broken, 
and then time to go to bed. I got to wake up and make the donuts in the morning, like the Duncan guy back in the day on the commercial. Let's take a look at what happened on this day in sports history. All the way back in the grand old year of 2017, we had Sidney Crosby uh, becoming the 86th player in NHL history to reach the 1,000-point plateau. On this day in 2012, we lost Hall of Fame catcher Gary Carter to brain cancer. Carter, best remembered for his time with the Montreal Expos and the New York Mets, helped lead the Mets to that World Series title in 1986. Lots of Daytona 500 moments over the last couple days on this day in sports history. The 45th running of the Daytona 500, Michael Waltrip wins for the second time in three years the 20, uh, 2003 Daytona 500 notable because it was called after 109 laps because of wet conditions on the track. Larry Brown earned his 1,000th professional win as the Philadelphia 76ers uh, picked up a victory on this day, 108-93 over the Los Angeles Clippers. It should be noted those 1,000 professional wins include his time as a coach in the ABA. On this date in 1999, O.J. Simpson had his 1968 Heisman Trophy sold for $230,000 to help settle a $33.5 million civil judgment against Simpson for the deaths of his ex-wife and her friend. That That's strange. Everybody loves O.J. Simpson. By the way, $230,000 when you owe somebody $33.5 million, that's, a, that's just a drop of water in the bucket. Jeff Gordon became the youngest winner of the, the Daytona 500 on this day in 1997 after Dale Earnhardt crashed 12 laps from the end of the race, prolonging his Daytona 500 jinx. Of course, we mentioned this yesterday. Yesterday was the anniversary of Dale's only Daytona 500 victory. John Stockton dished out 12 assists on this date in 1994 as Utah beat the Clippers 103-99, becoming just the third guard in NBA history to reach 9,000 career assists. He joined Oscar Robertson and Magic Johnson in doing so. It's on this date in 1992 that Michelle Goulet of the Chicago Blackhawks became the 17th NHL player to score 500 career goals as he picked one off in the first period of a 5-5 tie with Calgary. I love Michelle Goulet, the mustache, playing alongside the likes of Steve Larmer. And just those were my Blackhawks. The late 80s uh, Blackhawks, love them to death. Tanya Harding, we had an, oh, this is a two for today. We had O.J. Simpson and Tanya Harding both come up on Today in Sports History. In 1991, Tanya Harding won the U.S. Figure Skating Championship. Good for I th- Think about where she was at that moment in her life in 1991. On top of the world, what's the worst thing that could possibly happen to Tanya Harding on this day in 1991? She's on top of the world. And then she looked and it was... You know, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the most popular of them all? And there was Nancy Kerrigan. And if you haven't seen I, Tanya, have you seen I, Tanya? Yes. Great movie. First of all, Margot Robbie's in it. I mean, that's, that's, uh, 
she's my new Jennifer Aniston. Although it's a little creepy because she's way younger. But anyway, I digress. Alice and Janney steals that movie as Tanya Harding's mom. That is, it's a great movie. You should see it if you haven't. But it gives you a little bit of an insight into just, you know, trailer park trash. And here's beautiful Nancy Kerrigan from this affluent family. And Tanya Harding just, she never felt like she got the appreciation that she thought she deserved. On this day in 1989, Oral Hershiser became the first player in Major League history to sign a contract calling for him to make $3 million a year. Uh, I, 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 I love throwing out the old contracts on this day in sports history because now it sounds ridiculous. Who, who doesn't make $3 million a year in Major League Baseball? Scott Hamilton uh, became a three-time figure skating world champion on this day in 1984. He wins the gold medal in Sarajevo at the Olympics. Joe Frazier held on to his world heavyweight title with a fifth-round knockout of Jimmy Ellis on this day in 1970. And in 1952, the great Hannes Wagner retires from Major League Baseball at the age of 77 after serving as a coach for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, it ends a run of over 40 years in which he spent in a Pirates uniform, either as a player or a coach. That's what a look at what happened on this day in sports history February 16th. It is 739. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. Give you three up and three down. Quick look at what's going on in the sports world as we head into the weekend. 739. Back with more of the Todd Brownwell Camp Show after this. This is Radio Iowa. Caitlin Clark set the all-time NCAA women's basketball scoring record just two minutes into last night's game against Michigan in Iowa City. Just just lucky, like my teammates. I'm just so thankful. They let me be me, and I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for them. So, um, yeah, I'm just, just really thankful. Clark finished the game with 49 points. That's a Carver-Hawkeye Arena record as Iowa rolled past Michigan 106-89. State funding would support full-day preschool for children from low-income households under legislation eligible for debate in the Iowa Senate. The Iowa Senate Ag Committee has approved a bill that gives some liability protection to farm chemical companies, including Bayer, which makes the widely used weed killer Roundup. And the Webster County Sheriff's Office says two people are dead in an apparent murder-suicide that happened on Thursday morning in the town of Moorland, southwest of Fort Dodge. I'm Jason Dinesen, and this is Radio Iowa. Hey Iowa, it's George Kittle, tied in for the San Francisco 49ers and proud former Hawkeye. Life can throw unexpected hits, much like catching a pass over the middle. If you're facing struggles with drug or alcohol use or even mental health challenges, take a time out and call Your Life Iowa. Just like my teammates are there for me, the Your Life Iowa team is there for you. Get 24-7 free resources or find treatment options at yourlifeiowa.org. A message from Iowa HHS. Not all people are the same. And yet, when we visit the doctor, our treatments don't look that different. Why is that? Because we just don't have enough information to do it better. By gathering health data from one million people, our country's best researchers will be able to develop treatments that are as unique and complex as we are. With this new information, doctors will have a better understanding of disease so they can innovate the next great breakthroughs in medicine. Learn more at joinallofus.org.
It's time for the Corridor Sports Report. I'm Spencer Wagan for 1600 ESPN. Starting with high school sports, girls basketball regional quarterfinal action from Wednesday night. In Class 5A, Cedar Rapids Jefferson, a winner over Davenport Central 51-10. The Jayhawks will play at Davenport North coming up Saturday. Cedar Rapids Kennedy also won on Wednesday, beating Waterloo West 72-48. Kennedy will travel to Ankeny coming up Saturday. And Iowa City High won over Davenport West 76-24. City High will play at Pleasant Valley coming up on Saturday. Class 4A, Xavier won their quarterfinal matchup over North Scott, 51-28. The Saints play at Central DeWitt coming up on Saturday. Girls basketball regional semifinal action from Wednesday in Class 3A, Mount Vernon beat Assumption, 47-37. Mount Vernon will take on Minneapolis in a regional final coming up Saturday. Also in 3A, Solon dominated Davis County, 82-21. They'll play Sheridan in a regional final coming up on Saturday. Center point Urbana won over West Delaware, 58-44. They'll play at Dubuque Wallard coming up Saturday in regional final play and it was Benton over Williamsburg 52 to 46. Benton will take on Monticello in a regional final on Saturday. Turning to local college basketball, the 23rd ranked co-men's basketball team won at Dubuque on Wednesday night 56 to 50. The co-women were also victorious at Dubuque 71 to 70 in overtime. Both Cohawk teams wrap up the regular season at home against Wartburg on Saturday afternoon. The Mount Mercy men lost at Culver Stockton Wednesday 88-83, while the Mount Mercy women were victorious over Culver Stockton 56-42. Both Mustang teams are at Benedictine of Kansas coming up Saturday. The Cornell men and women both won at home over Monmouth on Wednesday. The men winning 67-58, the women 66-56. Both Cornell teams play at Knox College on Saturday. And the Kirkwood men and women completed the sweep of North Iowa Area Community College on Wednesday. The men winning 93-65, the women 81-72. Both Kirkwood teams are playing at Northeast Community College in Norfolk, Nebraska on Saturday. And wrapping up with hockey, the Cedar Rapids Rough Riders are at Dubuque on Friday. They'll host Waterloo on Saturday. The Iowa Heartlanders played Wednesday and fell at home to Indy 3-1. They'll host Indy for two more coming up Friday and Saturday. That's the Corridor Sports Report. I'm Spencer Wagan for 1600 ESPN. There's a reason Hertine and Stocker Jewelers annual sale is famous. The savings are incredible and it only happens once a year. The sale is Saturday and Monday only. And here's the kind of famous savings you'll get. Colored stone jewelry is up to 60% off, including a huge selection of colored stone rings. Natural diamond engagement rings up to 40% off. And enjoy an additional 15% off all gold estate pieces, which are already priced to sell. You can see why these savings are only offered once a year. With an event this famous, shoppers are excited and you don't want to miss out. So make sure you're at the famous annual sale happening from 10 to 5 Saturday and Monday only at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. While you're saving, say hi to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of them is always there. Hey, it's Spencer from Spencer on Sports. You're waking up with the Todd Brommelkamp Show, exclusively on Eastern Iowa's Home for Sports, 1600 ESPN, on FM at 102.3 in Cedar Rapids and 106.3 in Iowa City. John Bonenkamp joining me at 8.30 this morning, reflecting on the historic night at Carver-Hawkeye Arena last night. We'll hear from Lisa Bluter and Caitlin Clark as well, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Your texts and phone calls always welcome inside the Eakin Nutrition Studios here on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids, the number 
866-1600. Before we get to three up, three down, Isaac looking at me momentarily during that last break as if I were a madman. I had I had a pen and I lost the pen. That's what was going on. You looked like you were a little confused. Did I look like I was losing my mind? And I thought you were looking for something. I thought it was like a sheet with some notes on it or something <laughs> like that. Notes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Notes notes implies preparation. Are you kidding me? How long have you worked with me? No, I have a very this will sound stupid as most things do coming from me. But I have a very specific type of pen that I prefer to use. And now this is where I draw, like, I, I get it. Some people are very specific about certain things, and, and I have no problem wearing generic this or that or buying generic, you know, going and buying generic groceries. But for whatever reason, I'm very married to a particular type of pen, and I go out and I buy them with my own money because asking somebody here to order me special pens at work they're going to see that line item on the budget they're going to go what is this well the diva over here he's got to have his felt tip pens they come in four packs i just bought a brand new pack and now one of them i've lost one of them and it that bothers me i'll keep an eye out for you it. keep it we'll put an apb out for the pen he's talking about it this is where somebody's in the car they're only in the car for five minutes, and this is what they get on their commute. It's like the day after the Super Bowl where the one guy was upset that we were talking about the Waste Management Phoenix Open. 319-366-1600. If you want to tell me that I suck at my job and I'm not talking about something that you would like me to be talking about, that's the number to tell me. 319-366-1600. I did this yesterday, and it went over well with exactly one listener so I said, well, let's not, why not do this, uh, make it part of the show every day, because it's a good way to hit on a couple things going on in the sports world, both, in my opinion, good and bad. Three up, three down, and let's go ahead and start with, in my opinion, the best story of the day, although I'll tell you really quickly why it's not the best story of the day. But Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, announced yesterday that he is not going to stick around and seek a third term as commissioner of Major League Baseball. I'm going to pause here really quickly and allow all of you, just as Lisa Bluter taking a timeout last night so that Carver-Hawkeye Arena could acknowledge the moment that Caitlin Clark broke the record. I will call a timeout here. If you're a baseball fan, you can cheer momentarily that Rob Manfred is not going to continue on as commissioner of Major League Baseball. Now, if you were listening closely, and very few people of you do, that's evidenced every day by the text line where people are telling me I say things that I didn't or reading into things and, and not what I meant at all. I said reason to celebrate, but not a great, necessarily great piece of news. That's because his current tenure as commissioner of Major League Baseball runs until 2029. Isaac, do you know how much damage somebody can do in five years? Yes, I do know how I mean, much if he damage wants somebody to, can do If in he five wants years. to continue to tear things down. By the way, this is my, I you, you listen to the show in the afternoon or here in the morning, you know this, I hate Rob Manfred. And I was told hate is a strong word. Don't use the word hate. I try not to hate anybody. Do you know there are people out there who hate me? They They hate me. That's disappointing. I, it's very disappointing to me. 
and I have the screenshots to prove it. But I try not to hate anybody. I extremely dislike Rob Manfred. And the latest thing that Rob Manfred said, remember a couple years ago he described the commissioner's trophy. He's the commissioner of Major League Baseball. The trophy's called the commissioner's trophy, and he referred to it as a piece of metal, hunk of metal. Yesterday, he was asked about the keeping the Oakland Athletics in the Bay Area. Oakland is looking at moving to Las Vegas and possibly to Salt Lake City or any city that will have them while they're building a new stadium somewhere else. And his response, I'm paraphrasing here, but his response was basically, well, we have a team in the Bay Area. If Bay Area baseball fans, they could just go root for the Giants. Yeah. Imagine, imagine this scenario playing out with the Mets relocating from New York and Rob Manfred going, That's, they can just go root for the Yankees. That's ridiculous. Oh, the White Sox are going to relocate to Nashville? Well, those Sox fans can just go root for the Cubs. This guy just doesn't get it. Three up, three down. First item on the upside, Rob Manfred is not going to remain as commissioner of Major League Baseball beyond his current term. Uh, item number two, Ilya Tupuria fighting for the featherweight title tomorrow, UFC 293. I know you'll be excited about this, Isaac. In Anaheim, he's taken on Alexander Volkanovsky. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky is undefeated at featherweight. Ilya Tapuria is as well. Tapuria is the underdog here. Volkanovsky has never felt or it's never seemed more vulnerable. This guy is a machine. He destroys people in the octagon. And yet it feels like maybe there's a little bit of chink in the armor here, that maybe there's a shot for Tapuria to win this thing tomorrow night. Yeah, those two Islam losses by Volk there really kind of took some of the luster off of him there. You know, a different weight class. Yeah. and a di I mean, he's going pound for pound. If, if you're going to lose two fights to lose them to Makhachev. But this one has my attention tomorrow night. I... Tapuria is the underdog, and I think he's got a shot at pulling this off. If Volk wins too, there's no one. There's nothing else to do at featherweight. Like there's just no one. Yeah, no one else. So I'm kind of hoping Ilya wins to make that division interesting at least. Right now, there's somebody. This is the only two minutes that they're in the. They're only two minutes listening to the show every day. They're talking about UFC. Oh my God, Caitlin Clark broke the record last night. They're talking. This is the same people who complain about Taylor Swift being shown at the Super Bowl. She was shown for a total of 56 seconds at the Super Bowl. Like, it just, uh, item number three, Patrick Cantlay. An opening round 64 to lead the Genesis Invitational. Play continues today at the Riviera Country Club. Many of you probably saw Tyler, Tiger Woods shank that ball into the trees yesterday. He's just like us, right? He, no, he's not. He's still Tiger Woods. Uh, three down. I'll give you the first one here. Nike and Fanatics, they're getting destroyed by not only baseball fans, but baseball players as well. Uh, the jerseys are being, you know, we're starting to see the jerseys for the upcoming season, uh, spring training, and the players hate them, and the fans don't like the way that they look. Nike outsourced the production of the jerseys this year to Fanatics, and they've gone so far, Isaac, 
some of the players are now going to the players union and filing complaints about the jerseys. They don't like the pants don't fit right. The jerseys don't fit right. And they think they look cheap, which they do. They look terrible. I don't know whose idea this was. Nike outsourced the production to Fanatics, which is actually, as I understand it, fairly standard procedure in the jersey production world that you outsource production somewhere else. But they're getting beat up for it, not just by the fans, but by the players as well. I saw Verlander struggle to get his full name on the back there, his last the, name. It's tiny. The yeah. letters are tiny. They don't look like – they look like knockoff jerseys. One of the players uh, – one of the Cardinals players said it looks like a jersey you'd buy at Walmart. That's – good job, Major League Baseball. By the way, the NHL also is going to have its jerseys made next year by Fanatics. Uh, uh, number two on three up, three down, Doc Rivers and the Bucks. The Bucks are three and seven since hiring Doc Rivers. And Doc Rivers last night, after their most recent loss, says he's got some players that are on the team and he's got some players that are in Cancun right now. That's certainly one way to win over the locker room is to question the effort of everybody on your team. Three and seven. They didn't need to make a change. They didn't need to fire. It was Adrian Garrett, right? Griffin. Yeah. Or Griffin, Adrian yeah, Griffin. Yeah. I don't know. It's a very odd situation there. I'm just waiting until after post All Star break to see what the team looks like. And if they still struggle, then I think it's time to panic if you're a Bucks fan. And then item number three, this one from the NBA as well. I saw this last night. Caitlin Clark had that great first quarter for the Hawkeyes. She almost outscored. Portland last night in the first quarter. Portland was outscored 44 to 14 in the first quarter of a 128-91 loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves. 44 to 4. They put up 14 points in one quarter. She had 12, right? In the first quarter last she night had against 20, Michigan. 23 in the first quarter. Or 23 in the first yeah. quarter. 12 in like the first 10 minutes. Right, yeah. Portland outscored 44 to 14 in the first quarter last night. Lots of times you look and you go, oh, this is the perfect opportunity to live bet an NBA team. They're down 30. Uh, again, Timberwolves won that game last night, 128-91. It was never in doubt. A uh, quick look at some of the storylines going on around the sports world today that maybe don't get a ton of attention elsewhere on the program. We'll take a quick break. Coming up for you in the 8 o'clock hour here. We're going to get it kicked off by, of course, celebrating the greatness that is Caitlin Clark. She sets the NCAA women's basketball scoring record last night and does so in a way that only she can. 49 points. Iowa dusts off Michigan. You'll hear from Caitlin. You'll hear from Lisa Bluter. John Bonenkamp is going to join me at about 8.30 this morning as well. And just in case you don't want serious, hardcore sports talk all throughout the 8 o'clock hour, I have a subject that we've never tackled before on Love It or Leave It, and it comes to us courtesy of one Eldrick Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods did something recently at his golf event, the Genesis Invitational, the Riviera Country Club, that I feel cannot go unmentioned, unchecked, if you will. All that and more, your texts and phone calls, 319-366-1600, coming up 
in the 8 o'clock hour. Keep it here to 1600 ESPN all throughout the day. We've got ESPN programming coming up for you from 9 until 3. Then it's the gym class from 3 until 4. They've got Rob Brooks, the man who called the historic uh, record-breaking shot for the Iowa women's basketball program on the Hawkeye Radio Network last night. Robbie will be with them between 3 and 4 today. And then from 4 until 6, it's Spencer on sports. He's got Scott Docterman from The Athletic joining him. It's a Caitlin Clark Friday here at 1600 ESPN. Eastern Iowa weather from 1600 ESPN. Snow showers will continue with us throughout this morning before things quiet down a little bit later on this afternoon. Skies will be clearing out throughout the rest of our day today, but highs will still be into the mid to lower 30s with rather breezy conditions. Lasting into the weekend where things will gradually start to warm the way back up into the mid to upper 30s with a little more sunshine out ahead of us. I'm meteorologist Garrett Hyde, and that was a check of your latest Iowa's News Now weather first forecast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This year, Dell Technologies wants to help you do amazing things with their best tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, powered by Intel Core processors, and more. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com deals. 1600 ESPN is KGYM Cedar Rapids. Broadcasting from the Eakin Nutrition Studios. Eakin Nutrition, located next to Extreme Arena in Coralville. This is Radio Iowa. Iowa's Caitlin Clark set the NCAA women's basketball scoring record last night. Clark needed eight points to break the record and ended up scoring a Carver-Hawkeye Arena record 49 points. Well, honestly, during warm-ups, like, my shot felt pretty good. So, like, usually, like, as a shooter, like, you know, like, the ball just comes off your hand a little better some nights other than others. And, um, yeah, when you make a couple shots as a shooter, like, it's like a green light just to get another one up, and that's exactly what it was. Iowa beat Michigan 106 to 89 to improve to 22 and 3 on the year. State funding would support 20 hours a week of preschool for children from low-income households under legislation eligible for debate in the Iowa Senate. Current law provides state funding for up to 10 hours. And the Iowa Senate Ag Committee has approved a bill that gives some liability protection to farm chemical companies such as Bayer, which makes the widely used weed killer Roundup. I'm Jason Dinesen and this is Radio Iowa. Childhood should be the happiest time of life, but for many children living in poverty with blindness, facial deformities, and other crippling conditions, it's riddled with pain, rejection, shame, and isolation. At Mercy Ships, we're answering the cries of some of the world's most forgotten children and adults through free, life-changing surgeries, surgeries that turn despair into hope. These once heartbroken boys and girls, and many men and women too, are now restored, accepted, and on their way to new lives full of opportunity and joy. No one can change the world on their own, but with God's help, we can transform it by restoring hope to one person, one child at a time. Volunteers from your community and around the globe or joining Mercy Ships to bring life-changing healing and hope to the forgotten poor. 
To learn how you too can help change the world one child at a time, go to mercyships.org. I'm Dar Danielson. Traffic. Take your time on 380 this morning and make sure to watch your speed. Weather. I'm meteorologist Rebecca Kopelman with your weather first forecast. You're listening to the Todd Brommel Camp Show on 1600 ESPN. Recovered by Gabby Marshall. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? There it is! The all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball. Wow. In only ways that Caitlin can. That's how it sounded last night on Peacock, the broadcast we had for you earlier today. Rob Brooks's call of the moment very early in the game last night, 7.08 Central Time. Maybe it was 7.07. I don't know. I, I had shades of Vin Scully calling Sandy Koufax's no-hitter with Harvey Keene in the batter's box. If you're a baseball fan, you know full well the reference there. Vin Scully, the great Vin Scully, going so far as to think to mention what time the event took place. Caitlin Clark with a three-pointer from right around the Mediacom Court logo. Of course, that was how she was going to break the record. <laughs> and then she goes on to finish with 49 points. New Carver Hawkeye Arena scoring record as well, shattering the long-standing arena scoring record set seven days previously by Hannah Stolke. She'll have another crack at history. She'll have a crack at getting to 50 over the course of the next couple years. But that moment was Caitlin Clark's last night, and not just Caitlin Clark's moment, but the Iowa women's basketball team's moment, Iowa's moment, the state of Iowa's moment, you name it. I think everybody to an extent, shares a little bit of what took place last night. John Bonenkamp, longtime sports writer here in the state of Iowa, a friend of mine is going to join me coming up in about 25 minutes today. He was there last night at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Get his thoughts and perspective. Uh, he's been been there all season long following the Iowa women's basketball program and Caitlin Clark's march toward history. The NCAA all-time scoring record in women's college basketball Falling last night as Kelsey Plum steps aside. She was so certain that Caitlin Clark was going to do it over the week. She congratulated her over the weekend before the Nebraska game. Didn't quite happen. That was, She was 0 for 6 in the fourth quarter against Nebraska. And she came out on fire last night with the first three baskets that she attempted. The three-pointer. Then there was the layup. Or no, the layup and then the three and the three. That was the order that it went in, but of course she was going to minus 125 if you were not in the state of Iowa. If you were somewhere else and you could legally wager 
on the type of shot that was going to break the record, minus 125 on a three-pointer was, as they say, that juice was worth the squeeze last night. Let's hear from Lisa Bluter, Iowa women's basketball coach Lisa Bluter, her thoughts post-game on a historic night in Carver-Hawkeye Arena. You know, excited about this night, um, just to be a part of it. Um, she's such a special player, and you know something? The University of Iowa is the right place for this to happen. Uh, it, it absolutely is. You know, this is a place that has supported basketball, women's basketball, for such a long time, and, and anything can happen here. I mean, we show it over and over again. So um, Iowa's a special place. Our marketing department, I thought, did an unbelievable job celebrating this accomplishment. I thought it was wonderful that she hits a logo three to put her over. I intended to call a timeout, but it happened so fast I couldn't get it out. Um, but uh, I, I also, the crowd was amazing. I mean, the crowd, the energy, um, the appreciation by our crowd. And uh, there's nothing like Iowa Hawkeye fans. And we know that and we're thankful for that. And um, I, I also wanna say about Michigan, um, Michigan came in here in a tough scenario, right? I mean, they're playing in a tough situation. Um, I thought they played a great game. I also want to tell you they gave Caitlin a gift after the game, and every one of those players wrote her a note. I am so glad that we have people in the Big Ten that understand the importance of this and the importance for women's basketball, the importance for the Big Ten. Um, I just think Michigan, that was a, a com just a really classy way for them to handle this. and. Um, I appreciate Kim and what she did. That's Lisa Bluter last night. Now, I could have cut that clip off as I was editing it earlier today. I could have cut it off a lot earlier, but I wanted the saltiness. I wanted the shade in there. Did you notice that, Isaac, from Lisa Bluter, that there was a little bit of a dig at people outside the Big Ten? Yes, yeah, a little bit. I mean, Maybe a certain coach in the bayou who thinks Caitlin Clark shoots 40 times a game and probably wouldn't have an appreciation for being on the other end of the visiting bench during that moment. That, again, look, if you, can, if you out there can listen to me every day and read into what I say when I don't mean something, I don't think there's much reading between the lines there with Lisa Bluter. She... And, and rightfully so, because she's watched over the last couple years as people who should know better, people who should know better, throwing shade at Caitlin Clark and her accomplishments. So that was Lisa Bluter last night in the moment, not wanting to get too salty, but just a dash of sea salt, pink Himalayan sea salt on the moment. Last night. So glad that we have somebody like Michigan that appreciates the moment in the Big Ten. So many Big Ten teams. We'll see what happens outside the Big Ten when the NCAA tournament rolls around. By the way, if you missed it last night and did not get a chance to either be in the arena, as many of you balked at paying hundreds of dollars for a $15 ticket, I don't blame you. And if you did not have a Peacock subscription, Matt Weitzel at the University of Iowa has shared on Twitter that the Big Ten Network today is going to replay last night's game in a condensed 60-minute format. Trust me, the 60 minutes, 
you're going to see every single shot Caitlin Clark takes. You're going to see all the scoring. They're just going to cut out a lot of the fat. They're, this is my well, – you know, people ask sometimes, Super Bowl's over, college football's over, what's it like doing sports talk radio? And you go, well, you know, some days you've got to come up with stuff to talk about, and some days are easier than others. Television networks, sports television networks, they have the same issue. So the Big Ten Network is going to replay that 60-minute condensed version of last night's game four different times today. You've got four chances to watch or rewatch history, as the case may be. The first one, it's on right now. Uh, 8 a.m. right now, Big Ten Network. Uh, you've pro- it's, it's 8.10, so you've already missed the historic moment. I can tell you that much right now. 10 a.m., noon and three o'clock today if you want to turn on the big 10 network right now it is 32 22 at the end of the first quarter uh, in the condensed replay that the big 10 network is showing there was no doubt caitlin clark was going to get that record last night and as i said yesterday on the show i wouldn't have wanted to be standing in line for popcorn or an ice cream cone or have a seven six seven year old daughter or son say daddy i need to go to the bathroom right now because that record was not going to last too long into the game here she is caitlin clark on breaking the record last night her post-game news conference uh, which was heavily attended and streamed to a still near capacity carver hawkeye arena you said you didn't leave last night how many people stuck around almost Almost everybody almost everybody yeah there was I only saw a couple people leave. Almost everyone stuck around after the end to see the post-game ceremony. I can't imagine just, okay, wow, the game's over. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Stick around. Enjoy the history. Honestly, like warming up, like my shot just felt good, so I knew it was going to be kind of one of those nights and kind of played with a little bit more pep in my step, and um, I knew that's what this team needed after coming off of a, lo- coming off of a loss. And um, just, just lucky, like my teammates, I'm just so thankful they – let me be me, and I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for them. So, um, yeah, I'm just, just really thankful. More importantly, last night, Iowa gets the win 106-89 over the Wolverines. Congratulations. If you took Michigan plus 18.5, good on you last night. Uh, here's more Caitlin Clark in the aftermath of the record fall. It took her slightly less than three minutes of actual Actual time, not game time, but three minutes of actual time to break the record last night. Just to do it in this fashion, I'm very grateful. I'm very thankful to be surrounded by so many people that have kind of been my foundation and everything that I've done since I was a young little girl. And um, the way the fa- these fans support women's basketball is so much special. Is so special. And um, yeah, I mean, you all knew I was going to shoot a logo three for the record. Come on now. I was sitting, as I mentioned, on the couch last night next to my son, who I think understood that there was something going on last night that was pretty important to pay attention to, not just for dad's work, but for for posterity's purpose. And he loves Caitlin Clark. He likes, uh, we may go, uh, well, no, no, I don't want to ruin the surprise here, but uh, there's a another member of the Iowa women's basketball team who is making a public appearance on Saturday here in Cedar Rapids. He's kind of a fan of Gabby Marshall. We may we may work in 
a trip to see her this weekend. But he's sitting there. He loves Caitlin Clark. He goes out. He shoots. He's a chucker, in the words of George Costanza. He's out there firing up three-pointers when he plays basketball, and in large part because of Caitlin Clark. I saw somebody last night on Twitter mention or shared a picture of their son, who I think is slight, a couple years older than my son, but they allowed him to stay up last night, watch the game on Peacock, and he went outside and was shooting baskets in the dark. Like, to to have a women's college basketball player have that type of impact on not just little girls but little boys as well tells you just how far things have come. But my son is sitting on the couch last night, and anybody who has kids knows they oftentimes will ask you questions that you struggle to answer. And sometimes it's, you know, you're, you've just been around and it's been the way that it's always been. You've never really thought how to answer how does a light bulb work or who would win in a fight between a gorilla and an elephant. These are the types of questions that kids ask. Last night on the couch, my son is sort of nestled up against me and just out of nowhere asks a question that I did not have an answer to. He asked me, Dad, why is Caitlin Clark so good? And I, look, I could have given him the Hulk Hogan, uh, listen, brother, stay in school, read your, read books, take your vitamins, drink your milk. I could have done the Hulk Hogan route with the, well, you know, she practices every day. And by the way, this I mentioned this because last night we were supposed to be at basketball practice and he didn't want to go. And he told me that he wasn't feeling very good. And then the minute that the minute that basketball practice had passed, suddenly he was feeling a little bit better. So the reason Caitlin Clark is so good, there probably weren't too many times when she was seven years old where she said, eh, I don't want to go to basketball practice tonight. But I didn't I didn't want to be that dad, right? I don't want to be the demanding sports dad. So I said, I gave him my honest answer. I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't tell you. She's just, what may, why is Caitlin Clark so good? Because she is. Because, and I don't want to minimize, see, this is where, again, people are going to, listen, listen to him. He's out there minimizing all of the effort. Look, she has put thousands and thousands and thousands of minutes and hours into playing basketball and being in gyms and playing on AAU teams and high school teams and college teams and U.S. national teams. She has worked very, very hard uh, ever since she was very young to hone her craft. But there are hundreds, if not thousands, of people who are in the same position as her who have also spent all of that time in gyms since they were little kids and high school players and college, and they are not even anywhere close to her in ability-wise. So I told I said, I don't know. I can't answer that. She just is really good. And so, again, not taking away from what she has accomplished, it's not just the fact that she has practiced and there are certain things she has good genes, good genetics. She's been able to stay relatively healthy. There, 
trying to put your finger on one reason why she's the one that's done this, accomplished this, and nobody else has. But, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, you can't describe her. You can't explain her very easily, right? Like she, I saw somebody, uh, like somebody got upset at a comparison of her shot selection to Steph Curry. Like only Steph Curry should be taking those shots. Not if you make them, and she makes them. So okay, uh, maybe there's two people that belong in that in that category. By the way, the litany of people last night, celebrities. Uh, congratulating her on breaking the record the videos of Ashton Kutcher and, and Mila Kunis and Peyton Manning uh, congratulating her on breaking the record uh, Tony Petiti the Big Ten Commissioner uh, Tom Brady talking about uh, how he recognizes and enjoys greatness uh, it was a, a very long list of people I understand that the largest pop if you will last night on the video after the game was over was McKenna Warnock and Monica Sonano, two of her former teammates at Iowa. However, according to the internet today, the true star of the video last night was the Clark family dog. Did you see the dog? Yes, I did. Okay. Yes. All right. Was there a reaction to the dog in the arena? Was there was there like an audible aww? Yeah, there was some awe okay. there. Yeah. But I still think that the pop was louder for sure. Should I know the dog's Warnock. name? Should we know Caitlin Clark's dog's name at this point? Probably. 319-366-1600. The record is all hers. Six of her first eight shots from beyond the arc last night. Nine three-pointers. She finishes with 13 assists. She's a ball hog. She had 13 assists last night. And she'd have even more if... She played the game in slow motion like everybody else does at, at the college level. She's just on a different plane. She's making passes that if there were four other Caitlin Clarks on the floor, those passes are 100% of the time accurate. But the problem is not everybody plays at her level, at her speed, at her basketball IQ. It sounds like I'm making excuses for her. I pretty much am. Because, again, I don't know how to describe how great of a player she is. She sees things, and, again, I keep going back to the Larry Bird well, and, you know, everybody wants to talk about Michael Jordan. She's sort of this mix of, you know, Michael Jordan was this transcendent player and and became a cottage industry in and amongst himself. Uh, But I keep going back to Larry Bird just because of, how good of a shooter she is, how she's not afraid to talk trash on the floor. I go back to her and Haley Van Lith in the NCAA tournament last year, and look, she's she's got it in her. To, if you're going to give, you better be able to take. And so she doesn't back down from that type of stuff. And the fact that, you know, if she wanted to, she could probably play a game left-handed like Larry Bird did back in the day and still score 30, 40 points. I'm not recommending that she do that anytime soon, but she has a swagger and the ability to make shots that very few people would even consider taking. 
Matter of fact, the, one of the Michigan players, time was expiring, and they threw up a pretty – it wasn't a half-court three-point attempt. It was kind of a outside-the-arc, longer Caitlin Clay, and it was an air ball. <laughs> like, the, her range – she did miss one last night, by the way, pretty bad. But that, you know, we're not going to dwell on that. We don't want to be Debbie Downer here, do we? 319-366-1600. I want to hear from those of you who were there last night. Your reaction, what was it like to be in the building? 319-366-1600. Talk and text line open for you right now. Uh, it's been a long time since I've heard Carver-Hawkeye Arena as loud. They did a good job, whoever was handling the crowd microphone and the background feeds for the Peacock broadcast last night, I thought did a good job of making sure that you could hear the atmosphere inside Carver Hawkeye Arena, and it came through on the broadcast. I I played this earlier. If you did not get a chance to hear this, uh, this is the Hawkeye Radio Network call. Rob Brooks, who is going to be on the gym class later today, with Scott Unash and Mark Dukes. You can hear the crowd in the background on his call of the record-breaking shot in the first quarter. Long rebound dug up by Gabby Marshall. Scoops a pass to Clark. Logo three. Got it! 22 is now number one. Caitlin Clark is the NCAA's all-time scoring leader in women's basketball history. Ain't nobody sitting there knitting or crocheting or reading the latest Clive Cussler. I don't read his book. There's a picture going around on the Internet of, I think it was Detroit Mercy. There's a guy that goes to their games and sits there and reads books because they're bad. Mike Davis, Mike Davis is, he got a win the other night. They're not going to go winless this year. 8.23, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back inside the Eco Nutrition Studio on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. Uh, John Bonenkamp going to join me a little bit after 8.30 today, coming up in about 10 minutes or so. He was there last night. Uh, We'll get his thoughts on Caitlin Clark's performance. And the big question, in my opinion, is what's next for college basketball, women's college basketball, not just Iowa, but it's time to start thinking about life after Caitlin Clark. I know it's not fun. I know it's Debbie Downer stuff, but... You, have, you, you can't prolong the conversation. Sooner or later, she's not going to be around anymore, and it's up to another group of people to try to figure out how to keep the interest level as high as it is right now and continue to fill arenas, to continue to break records, uh, television viewing records, NCAA tournament uh, attendance records, and all of that stuff. I'm glad I'm not charged with any of that. I'm glad I just get to sit here and fart opinions into the microphone for two and a half hours every day. 319-366-1600. It is 825. Back with more of the Todd Brommelkamp Show after this. You're listening to 1600 ESPN, Eastern Iowa's home for sports. Eastern Iowa weather from 1600 ESPN. 
Some showers will continue with us throughout this morning before things quiet down a little bit later on this afternoon. Skies will be clearing out throughout the rest of our day today, but highs will still be into the mid to lower 30s with rather breezy conditions. Lasting into the weekend, where things will gradually start to warm the way back up into the mid to upper 30s with a little more sunshine out ahead of us. I'm meteorologist Garrett Hyde, and that was a check of your latest Iowa's news now with the first forecast. Hi, this is Heartlanders forward Nick Campoli. Join us in a galaxy not too far away at Extreme Arena in Coralville. The Iowa Heartlanders play the division rival Indy Fuel Friday, February 16th in an exciting hockey battle to see you for Star Wars night. May the force be with you, and let's go Landers. The new year is here. Time for change. Start a recession-resistant new career in the high-demand fields of IT, cybersecurity, and AI with My Computer Career in just months. Already in IT? Build your cybersecurity skills and prep for thousands of open positions employers nationwide are desperate to fill. Attend classes live online or on campus. Make this your year. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. Can I get a weight reading on the cat in exam three? Zuri needs a new vet tech after their current one literally moved to a farm. But finding an ideal replacement takes some training. This is like hurting cats. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. ESPN Bet is now live in Iowa. As the official sportsbook of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. That does not sound like a good noise. Back to the Todd Bramblecamp Show on 1600 ESPN. And welcome back inside the Econ Nutrition Studios here at 827 this morning. We'll have John Bonenkamp joining me coming up here in about five or six minutes. Get his reaction to the record-breaking performance last night. 99 points away from Pete Maravich's NCAA men's scoring record. And I'm not going anywhere. Look, that does no that does nobody any good to go into to wade into those waters. All you're gonna do is you're you're gonna drown. Different era, different, you know, men's, women's. No three-point line, three-point line, three years, four years. Just it's it's fun to discuss, and I get it. People are going to go there, and it will be acknowledged. It'll be referenced when it does happen. And again, unless she has some sort of catastrophic injury, she's going to continue pumping out thirty-plus point nights uh, through the end of the season. They've got three games, three regular season or two regular season games left at Carver Hawkeye. And then the NCAA tournament games, most likely the first and second round games in Iowa City. So if you haven't had a chance to see her in person, if you've somehow let the last, I'll say, three years go by, because the first year uh, you didn't get a chance to be in the arena to see her, unless you had your cardboard cut out there. Uh, but the last 
three years, if you haven't had a chance to to see her in action and to appreciate her and what she does and, and what she's meant for Iowa and women's college basketball in general, you've still got some chance. Uh, the tickets, by the way, for the Ohio State game are also ridiculously expensive. You didn't sell your tickets for the Michigan game. Would you do it for the Ohio State game, Isaac? No, a couple hundred bucks a pop? Well, we'll see how tempting it is, but I'll probably keep them. The Ohio State Buckeyes, the only Big Ten team so far, other with the exception of Nebraska, to knock off the Iowa women. They've got that non-conference loss to Kansas State as well. But Ohio State and Iowa, that is going to be a great rematch to end the regular season coming up early next month inside Carver Hawkeye Arena. And yeah, tickets on the secondary market for that one. Uh, pretty expensive as well. Here's Caitlin Clark uh, last night. Uh, this one courtesy of ESPN on enjoying every moment. And you can hear the fans chanting in the background what they would like from Caitlin Clark. You know, honestly, just go every day by day. Uh, be thankful for the people around me. Uh, get off my phone and soak in every single second um, of playing in an Iowa jersey. Uh, I'm just lucky. I mean, honestly. I think this is for you. Enjoy it. Let it rain down upon you. As Lisa Bluter mentioned in her post-game news conference, she paid fans to say that. I thought that was funny. Uh, she could come back for another year. Most likely, she's going to be the number one overall pick of the Indiana Fever in the WNBA draft. I keep people saying, I keep seeing people mention that, you know, just go to Indiana and Connor McCaffrey, her boyfriend is there and everything. Whatever you do, there's some great life advice out there for you. Don't move anywhere. Don't pick up stakes and move anywhere just because you're dating somebody. And if you don't believe me, if you don't think that that's a bad idea, I've got a friend of mine who did that, who picked up and moved many years ago to Buffalo, New York. He'll tell you. Hindsight, 2020. Probably not the greatest decision he ever made. It's 831. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, John Bonenkamp was there last night, longtime sports writer in the state of Iowa. More importantly, at least to me, I count him among a few legitimately good friends of mine in the Iowa sports media. It's gonna, I'll let him paint the picture of what it was like last night and his thoughts on how great Caitlin Clark is and, more importantly, what's next for Iowa women's basketball once we move into that period where Caitlin Clark is no longer a part of the program, whether it's, whether it's next year or two years from now, what needs to be done to keep people interested in not only Iowa basketball, but women's college basketball in general. John joins me next. Keep it right here on 1600 AM, 102.3 FM in Cedar Rapids, 106.3 FM in Cedar Rap uh, Iowa City, and online at KGYMRadio.com. Back after this. This is Radio Iowa. Iowa's Caitlin Clark set the NCAA women's basketball scoring record last night. Clark needed eight points.
points to break the record and ended up scoring a Carver Hawkeye Arena record 49 points. Well, honestly, during warm-ups, like, my shot felt pretty good. So, like, usually, like, as a shooter, like, you know, like, the ball just comes off your hand a little better some nights other than others. And, um, yeah, when you make a couple shots as a shooter, like, it's like a green light just to get another one up, and that's exactly what it was. Iowa beat Michigan 106-89 to improve to 22-3 and on the year. State funding would support 20 hours a week of preschool for children from low-income households under legislation eligible for debate in the Iowa Senate. Current law provides state funding for up to 10 hours. And the Iowa Senate Ag Committee has approved a bill that gives some liability protection to farm chemical companies, such as Bayer, which makes the widely used weed killer Roundup. I'm Jason Dinesen, and this is Radio Iowa. Childhood should be the happiest time of life. But for many children living in poverty with blindness, facial deformities, and other crippling conditions, it's riddled with pain, rejection, shame, and isolation. At Mercy Ships, we're answering the cries of some of the world's most forgotten children and adults through free, life-changing surgeries, surgeries that turn despair into hope. These once heartbroken boys and girls, and many men and women too, are now restored, accepted, and on their way to new lives full of opportunity and joy. No one can change the world on their own, but with God's help, we can transform it by restoring hope to one person, one child at a time. Volunteers from your community and around the globe or joining Mercy Ships to bring life-changing healing and hope to the forgotten poor. To learn how you too can help change the world one child at a time, go to mercyships.org today. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-568-2790. 790. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-568-2790, 800-568-2790 or biglou.com. 
Hey, it's Spencer from Spencer on Sports. You're waking up with the Todd Brommelkamp Show exclusively on Eastern Iowa's Home for Sports, 1600 ESPN, on FM at 102.3 in Cedar Rapids and 106.3 in Iowa City. You got off to a hot start tonight. Already five quick points. You're coming down the court and you pull up from a logo three. What was going through your mind in that moment? Well, Holly, that was the only way to do it, so I had to. I told some of my teammates and my coaches, like, if I got a chance in transition, I'm going to launch one. And honestly, I didn't know if it was going to go in because it was, it was a deep one. But then it goes in, and Coach Wooder calls timeout. And I'm just thankful to be surrounded by these people, this place. Um, I'm just so grateful, honestly. Record-breaking night last night at Carver Hawkeye Arena for the one and only Caitlin Clark. Welcome back inside the Eco Nutrition Studios on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids as we bring aboard John Bonenkamp, longtime sports writer here in the state of Iowa. More importantly, personal friend of mine. John, you were there last night. What was it like? You've been to hundreds, if not thousands, of games in Carver Hawkeye Arena. I can't imagine one matched that atmosphere last night. Uh, you know, if you really wanted to go back a long way, I would say it was the the, the Fab Five Chris Street game. And I, yeah, I mentioned that yesterday is yeah. probably the only game that I would even even that, think would probably be in, in that terms discussion. Of noise. I mean, there there was in terms of actual noise on an actual play, there has never been anything like it was on that shot. Um, but from an atmosphere wise, I would you know kind of compare those two games. I mean, clearly different you know situations, but. It was, I mean, it was, you could just, there was a buzz. I mean, I got there, oh, it was 4.45 for a 7 o'clock game, and there were already people lined up outside. And, I mean, traffic was already starting to become an issue. So, from all of that, this this was unmatched. I mean, this was, you knew, I mean, you knew history was coming. It was just a matter of, of when, and you knew it would be quick. And she wanted to get it over quick. You could tell she did. And, and that whole moment was just it was it was wonderful to watch it was wonderful to be a part of what's next for this team they've got they've got what four or five games left in the regular season mm-hmm. they got a couple home oh, yeah. games uh not counting the NCAA tournament what what are the expectations moving forward for this team going into the postseason well i mean they they kind of in 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 and it sounds funny to say this they're in second place game out of first um, but they kind of control their own destiny here because they're at Indiana next Thursday. Um, they get Ohio State at home on, at the end of the year. Uh, there's a couple of games in the middle there with Minnesota and Illinois that they should be able to handle pretty easily. So they control their own destiny in terms of, 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 of winning a Big Ten title, and if they can't do that, okay, then you get it, maybe you get the two seed in the Big Ten tournament. Um, and then obviously the NCAA tournament, you're going to get your first two-round games at home. But really, right now, their focus is on you know these next four games and 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 getting a chance to win the Big Ten title. I mean, you can't ask for for a better situation for them. The one good thing about it is, and Lisa Bluter talked about this on Wednesday, they get this weekend off, so all those all those all those players get to go home. And she said that's the first time since Christmas. And I really think this team needs that couple of day break. Come back on Monday, get ready for Indiana. And, you know, just kind of take a breath because, as I wrote today, it just seems like this season really hasn't been allowed to breathe, you know. There's been expectations right away. I mean, that first game, they're asking if they're going to be number one the next week because LSU had lost that night. And, I mean, from that point on, it's just been 
what's next, what's next, what's next. And, and it's just been one challenge after another. And I do think they need time off. And then, like I said, now you control your own destiny as you go into the end of the last few weeks of the season. So in that same vein, there are going to be people that say if this team falls short of winning a national championship and they were there last year in the title game, there will be people that say anything short of a national championship is a failure. Uh, yeah. That, that, that I don't it's think ridiculous. is – that's ridiculous, right? That's yeah. not fair? Yeah. No, it, it isn't because, I mean, it, it is funny kind of the, to watch the reaction to the losses this year. If after that game at Nebraska last week, if you would, if you would, if you didn't know the record and you were looking at social media, you think this was like a seventeen and ten team, and this was a team that this is a team that has lost three games, and I mean nobody, I mean we all knew this team would be good at the beginning of the year, but we didn't know how good, and this team in my mind has exceeded a lot of expectations where they're at right now. And, you know, I mean, this is one of the top five teams in the country, and they've been one of the top five teams in the country all year. And so, you know, again, we know this postseason is a crapshoot. We, we learned this a couple of years ago when, when Iowa lost to Creighton in the second round. So anything is possible. But, I, you know, the odds of them winning, the odds of anyone winning, except for maybe South Carolina, are kind of high right now. So – I wouldn't consider it a failure. I think this has been a remarkable run. It's been a remarkable coaching job by Lisa Bluter, and I, and I think it's it's been a lot of fun to watch. I thought coming into the season that there was no way that they could be as good as they were last year. I thought losing Sonano was going to be too hard for, to, for them to overcome. Now, granted, mm-hmm. Clark has raised her game. Somehow she's playing on an even higher plane than she did a year ago. But what else, who else has been responsible for for this so far this year because I think it's fair to compare this year's team to last year. Oh yeah, because because I mean we you know when you looked at what what wasn't coming back from last year, you lost a you know you lost an All American center in Monica Sonato. You lost a really good forward in McKenna Warnock. And when you talk about I mean, okay, you know Caitlin Clark's upped her game. Kate Martin has upped her game considerably in my mind. I mean she's a consistent double digit scorer now every night. And you look at Hannah Stolke, where she was last year. She was a really good freshman. She's been very, very good this year. I mean, her, her game, I mean, that there's always that big jump from a freshman and sophomore year, and she's made that and then some. And so, really, those two, in my mind, have been, you know, big parts of it. And, and also, too, coming off the bench, Sydney Folter has been amazing. You know, she's become kind of what Kate Martin was a couple years ago. And so – it's just a really good combination. It's a team with really good chemistry. And, and I just really like how this all has kind of fit together. And, you know, they've answered some of the questions that, that people had about them coming into the year. Speaking of questions, John Bonenkamp joining me here on the program for just a few more minutes. John was at Carver Hawkeye arena last night for the record setting performance by Caitlin Clark. The big question that I have is at sooner or later, you've got to start wondering about life after Caitlin Clark. How can Iowa, and not just Iowa, but women's college basketball, how can it move forward and keep this momentum that she has helped, not single-handedly, but she's been largely responsible for this growth and interest in the women's game. How can they keep things moving forward and not take a step back once she's moved on to the WNBA or overseas or whatever it is she's going to do? Yeah, that is a good question because, I mean, I do think there are some very younger 
stars. You know, I mean, we've seen some performances out of some freshmen this year, but they're not going to match. It just doesn't seem like right now they can match this kind of, you know, attention and, you know, the, what, what Caitlin Clark has done. And so that's really going to be, I think that is going to be the, the biggest thing moving forward in my mind. And, and it also brings to mind what's going to happen here if next year Caitlin Clark is gone. And, and, I mean, this is still going to be a really, really good program. It's going to be a consistent NCAA tournament team. But do the fans keep coming back? You know, have they made, have they created some fans that will be here no matter what? And to me, that's going to be the biggest question is, you know, what kind of fan base have you created and when will they come back and, and how will they come back? And so in my mind, that's the, you know, that it's, it's a question I don't, I can't answer, you know, it's kind of hard to answer right now, but I would hope that a lot of these people are seeing what those of us who've been around the game in the last few years have seen and that, that it's a lot of fun to watch. Our, our colleague Chad Leistico was on the McAfee show yesterday. He said his gut feeling is that she will not take that fifth year of eligibility. She goes to the WNBA. What What does your gut tell you right now as far as what she's going to do after the season's over? I would have said before the season started it was 50-50, but I think she's leaning that way now. I mean, I think, you know, this is, I mean, as much as she said she's enjoyed the moment and everything, I do think this has kind of gotten overwhelming. And, you know, I mean, what do you, what do you do now? I mean, because she's going to break, you know, and there still are some records ahead of her. Matt Woodard's record is there and Pete Maravich's record there. And you still want to get, you know, in all this. And I, I just think she's going to want a new challenge. And I think, you know, when you look at who has the number one pick, it's Indiana. It's a Midwest team. Um, I think it's a place she would be really comfortable in. Um, I, I just think she goes, that's my gut feeling. I don't think it's 50-50 anymore. I mean, I think it's more like 60-40, 70-30 that she's gone. And as you know, they have some very good steakhouses in yes, Indianapolis. They do. Prime 47, you know, St. Elmo's, that sort of thing. Sign sign me up for that right now. John, I appreciate you taking a couple minutes to join me here this morning. You right back at Carver tomorrow for the Iowa-Wisconsin game, or are you heading oh, yeah. somewhere else? Oh, yes, I'll be there. So. Uh, were you so, I, kind of surprised to see that game sold out, at least I was. I, I would imagine there's probably a few Wisconsin fans who will be coming, but I think it'll be a lot of fun to watch. It'll be an interesting game. It's one that they really need to win at this point if they want any sort of postseason hopes, and I, I, it's one they've got to get tomorrow. Can can they make the NIT? Yeah. I mean, I think they've got to win some games. They've got to start stacking some wins here, and then you just kind of wait and see what happens in Minneapolis. But you got to you got to start getting some wins. You can't have one one win, one loss. One, it, it just isn't going to work if you want to get to a postseason tournament, whichever one you go to. John Bonacamp, longtime friend of mine, friend of the show. You can read his work, Hawkeye Nation, the Associated Press. He's everywhere, including at Carver Hawkeye Arena tomorrow for that Iowa-Wisconsin game. Thanks for the time, John. Thanks. See you later. And there you have it, a firsthand account of what it was like from inside Carver Hawkeye Arena last night, we will continue our, some people would say, incessant Caitlin Clark coverage later on today. Local programming at 3 o'clock. It's the gym class. They're going to have the voice of the Iowa women's basketball program, Rob Brooks, on with them. And then Spencer on Sports comes your way every day from 4 until 6 here in the Eco Nutrition Studios. Spencer will be chatting with Scott Docterman of The Athletic, not only about Caitlin Clark and last night, but I'm sure he'll broach the subject of the Iowa men's basketball program as well as maybe even touch on 
the Iowa football news this week. John Budmeyer, as we mentioned yesterday on the show, almost in passing because so much focus was on Caitlin Clark and what was going to happen last night at Carver Hawkeye Arena. But if you did miss it, John Budmeyer elevated to wide receivers coach Kirk Ferentz's football staff complete for the upcoming season. 848, we have had so much seriousness and Caitlin Clark and what does it mean for women's basketball and people telling me that I'm I'm shaming them for liking her and, and all of which, by the way, did not happen. Go back and listen to the podcast at kgymradio.com. I'm not chastising anybody. But it's time to tackle a real serious subject when we return after this. Tiger Woods does not like pickles. Back with more after this. There's a reason Hertine and Stocker Jewelers annual sale is famous. The savings are incredible, and it only happens once a year. The sale is Saturday and Monday only. And here's the kind of famous savings you'll get. Colored stone jewelry is up to 60% off including a huge selection of colored stone rings, natural diamond engagement rings up to 40% off, and enjoy an additional 15% off all gold estate pieces, which are already priced to sell. You can see why these savings are only offered once a year. With an event this famous, shoppers are excited, and you don't want to miss out. So make sure you're at the famous annual sale, happening from 10 to 5 Saturday and Monday, only at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. While you're saving, say hi to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of them is always there. Hey, it's Greeny, and our show is the place for all the latest on the NFL offseason. So many decisions to be made. The entire league will be reshaped, and we're the place to hear about it all. It's Greeny. Weekdays from 9 to 11 on 1600 ESPN. Here's what's coming Rocking up it. on Spencer on Sports. Coming up Friday, Scott Doctorin from The Athletic joins me at 4.30 to look back on a historic night in Iowa City for Caitlin Clark. We'll also preview the sports weekend ahead, including plenty of college hoops talk and the NBA All-Star Game. Back to the Todd Bromble Camp Show on 1600 ESPN. Why does everyone keep telling me that? I'm not going to say the word, but on 18. Oh, I definitely. I shanked it. <laughs> What, what, what happened there, and is that still a shock to the system for you when that happens? Well, my, my back was spasming in the last couple holes, and I was locking up. So um, I came down, and, and it, it didn't move. And I presented Hosel first and uh, shanked it. When's the last time you hit a shank, Tiger? I think you can remember. It's been a while. It's definitely been a while. Uh, other than trying to hit flop shots and other kind of weird shots around the greens, uh, not, not from the position I was at. That's Tiger Woods yesterday after a notably poor shot at the Genesis Invitational, his event, if you will, at the Riviera Country Club. That's not the reason we're talking about Tiger Woods on this show today. We weren't talking about his new Sunday Red apparel line with Taylor Made. No, no, no. Tiger Woods has caught the ire of pickle lovers everywhere by being photographed on Thursday, taking the pickles off of his In-N-Out burger at the Genesis Invitational. Apparently, he has a go-to order. If you've ever been to in look, In-N-Out's one of those things where we don't have them here in the Midwest. Everybody will tell you how great In-N-Out is. Oh, you're going to California, or you're going to Las Vegas, or you're in Phoenix. you got to go to In-N-Out. 
go there one time, eat there one time, and you'll realize that the only thing special about In-N-Out, it's not a bad burger. I want to be very clear about this. It's not a bad burger. But really the only thing special about it is you can't get it. If there was an In-N-Out, if an In-N-Out burger opened here tomorrow, people would go nuts. We lose our mind over chain food here in Cedar Rapids in eastern Iowa. And over time, essentially, people would they'd move on. They'd forget about it. His go-to is a double-double with no spread and no pickles. And somebody gave him a burger that had pickles on it, Isaac. Love it or leave it, pickles. Love it. In particular, pickles on a burger. Love it. I love all pickles. I'll have pickles by themselves. Of the spicy pickles, I love it. I cannot eat. Well, I can eat a burger. I'm fat. Who am I kidding? I'm not going to turn down a burger, but I prefer to not eat a burger without pickles. I got to have them. Now, I'll, I'll again, I'm not picky when it comes to my burgers. If there are no pickles on it, I'm not going to you know raise too big of a stink. I'm not, I'm not Tiger Woods here by any stretch of the imagination, but Tiger Woods, team no pickle. Love it or leave it, pickles. 319-366-1600. See, uh, I know what you're thinking. You're listening to the show today, and we're getting so far. It's 854, and we're almost to the finish line, and you're like, wow. He's got radio calls, and he's got audio, post-game audio, and he's got a guest today, and he's on track. He's on topic. It almost sounds like a professional sports talk radio show in a – decent, small-sized city market. This does not sound like a show that would be airing on a low-watt AM station where they read the crop reports, and then I'm ending the show asking people whether or not they like pickles. 319-366-1600. The, the key here is whether or not we have anybody weighing in on pickles. 6328 on the text line says, leave it. If I order a burger, I specifically say no pickles. If it shows up with pickles, I send it back. You're missing out. You're missing. I'm, I'm with you, Isaac. Spicy pickles, bread and butter pickles, jalapeno garlic pickles. I want to try making my own because they're not too difficult to make. I feel like uh, Bubba from Forrest Gump right now is just rolling off a list of pickles. You got your bread and butter, pickles, your dill pickles. Uh, let's see. No. Pickles on a good old-fashioned hamburger dill slices. Mm-mm-mm. You know what? Tw- uh, 2270 says Crop Report Fridays. Uh, that is right up there with Toilet Thursdays. Toilet! Which hasn't been a thing. That did not become a thing. But there's a reason... <laughs> These are all like my children here in front of me, and there's only so many buttons, only so many clips that I can put on the page in front of me. And so I have to make a very, very difficult decision from time to time to remove something from the hotkeys in front of me. And Steve Ballmer, the owner of the L.A. Clippers, screaming emphatically about toilets, it's not going anywhere. I'll I'll get rid of Matt Campbell on the hot seat or Mike Gundy, I'm a man, I'm 40. Those clips will be long gone, long before Toilets! is ever retired on this program. That's been just about a year now that that's been on there. You remember how long it's been? Good on you. Good on you for 
caring that much that you remember when that clip made a debut. That arena's got to be close to being done, right? Yeah. They move in next year? Yeah, they move in next year, so it's got to be essentially finished at this point, I think. 319-366-1600. That is going to do it here. Well, we got to squeeze one more in here. I generally order a burger without pickles, but if they end up on the burger, I will eat them anyway. 0856. Pickles. Love it or leave it. Tiger Woods. Maybe that's, I don't know whether the burger was pre or post round. Maybe that's why he shanked that shot. Maybe he was so rattled, so taken off his game by the fact that there were pickles on his In-N-Out burger. Animal style. Oh, it's great. It's great. You got to go. Are you going to Vegas? Oh, you got to go to In-N-Out. It's one right off the strip. It's a good fast food burger, but it's it's the fact that you can't get one here. And I will, I'm will. i not going to say the name of the franchise. We have a franchise here in Cedar Rapids. I love, love, love their burgers. But you know how often I go there now that we have one here? Not very often. Now, if we didn't have one, I could have told you prior to it being uh, arriving here, Peoria, Illinois was the closest location. I knew exactly the exit, and yeah, I'd go out of my way to get that fast food burger. Now that we have one here, still like it, but it's lost a little bit of its luster. Uh, that's going to do it for me here. Again, we've got an opportunity for you at 1130 today to hear our winning sports word. Also, 330 and 530 today. Gym class is coming up for you between 3 and 4. They've got Rob Brooks. Scott Docterman joins Spencer on Sports today. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Eastern Iowa weather from 1600 ESPN. Snow showers will continue with us throughout this morning before things quiet down a little bit later on this afternoon. Skies will be clearing out throughout the rest of our day today, but highs will still be into the mid to lower 30s with rather breezy conditions. Lasting into the weekend where things will gradually start to warm the way back up into the mid to upper 30s with a little